What's up, Cardboard Nation? Rob Bertrand and Ivan Lovgren coming at you for another episode of Go GTS Live, episode 23, MJ's number. Barely, Barely. yeah. Barely. <laughs> Technical difficulties on your end this evening. Always, always fun, but you're here. You're with us. I will have to. I will take full credit for that. Full, full credit. That was my bad this time, guys. Uh, computer issues, updates. Well, my camera's not working, so we're back to the old camera with the fuzzy mic. In well, the you're here. Day. That's the important thing. Have and we've got a great show planned for you guys tonight. Uh, we're going to kick things off with a few uh, news and nuggets. Uh, we're going to be joined on uh, a few minutes by Chris Carlin, Senior Marketing and Social Media Manager at Upper Deck, talking about a litany of things. Uh, Bree Priest, our Fantasy Football League Commissioner, will be on to announce winners and award prizes. We'll let you guys know what we have coming. Uh, boxes didn't get here in time, but I know what is coming, so you guys can pick what you want. Uh, we've got box breaks tonight of Upper Deck Portfolio Hockey. We're going to take a second look at Goodwin Champions. Got a couple box Bowman breaks. Baseball products box in Platinum. Breaks. And Bowman Chrome. We've got a. We're debuting a new segment tonight, Ivan. A new segment tonight. Hey. Uh, of course, hot in the shop. We're going to take a look at a product preview as well of something that came across uh, my desk this week. You got to understand, I see a lot of products week in and week out. Uh, this one gave me pause. I, I, I like the way it looks and can't wait to talk about it. Great story uh, that's garnering. Great story garnering some, that's all right, some mainstream Sorry. press we'll talk about, and uh, a little follow-up uh, to Bowman Chrome, an item we have on the blog that uh, might intrigue you guys. So, uh, first things first, though, Mr. Lovegren, uh, yes, finish your jack-in-the-box. Oh, yeah, I'm here. And we have a, a new release date for Triple Threads Baseball. Uh, yes, Ooh, a confirmed release confirmed. date for 2016 Tops release Triple Threads date. Baseball. It will be out in less than a week, next Wednesday, September 28th. So the long-awaited delay wasn't actually that long. Uh, there was some late-breaking news today that I had to send out revised show notes for because it, it was a pretty big deal. That's actually that's actually the, why I was late today, Rob, because I was I was... Okay, good. Well, you did a great job. You dug up the fact that a collector in Taipei pulled a Christops Porzingis flawless logo man card out of Immaculate. Ooh, no, flawless flawless isn't out yet. That's the problem. It came out of Immaculate Basketball. Uh, And apparently, you know, Panini. in their transparency, fessed up and said, you know what, it was simply a matter of mixed up, pack out, they were going on nearly simultaneously, mm. and uh, apologies, huh. so it looks like both Logomans, you know, the Immaculate hasn't been pulled that people know of yet, of Kristaps Porzingis, uh, yes, well... I thought I thought I saw in the statement. That Are they just completely the mixed up? Is one in the one Jack and one in the other? Okay, that's okay. what they're saying. They're saying it was a complete mix up, but 
But that brings up, in my mind, a giant issue, which is, I mean, collectors, obviously, we always like it when this happens in our favor. But what does that do to a product? When you could argue, Chris Stapp's Porzingis, um, and actually James might know this best, uh, James, if you're in our ear, I've felt like his values are past Carl Anthony Towns. Like, he's the hottest guy right no, now. Aren't they? Are they not? So much more. So much more well, higher. Well, okay. So it's it, it's like the... Uh, I, all right, so I made the mistake of asking a Minnesotan, uh, uh, Wisconsin, Minnesotan. Um, but no, I mean, I feel like Chris Stapps is like the fire. Or maybe I just follow too many go. white there guys from go. the East too Coast, that's why boys. they like him. Uh <laughs> but when you've got the number one card of a top two prospect of sorts in that product, like that's one of the that's like hearing that not that the Carlos Correa superfractor was delayed and coming out in Bowman, you know, number seven or something. That's just like hearing, oh, there's no reason to open that product now if you well, were chasing that guy. Here's the counterpoint to that argument. Uh chances are if you're opening immaculate you're going to be opening flawless anyway that is my my theory that they're close enough in price Mm. point that i don't think a lot of people are getting shut out hype and vice versa possibly i mean is it a mistake yeah did they fess up to it does you know stuff happen absolutely so i mean what can you do it it is what it is oh yeah no and and i and I get that, and I get that it's a mistake and they fessed up to it. But I'm just curious. I actually feel the opposite. Like, if if this was the more expensive product and the cheap card were found, the collector might be mad, but he still pulled a Chris Dapp's Porzingis one-of-one from a high-end well, yeah. product. Now, on the flip side, you're finding out that a lower-end product card is going to be in the higher-end. Yeah, but the price... You know what I mean? I mean, the price I mean, I got to be transparent here. Got to be, gotta be it, honest with the people. I think it's less than two hundred dollars. Is that significant enough? No, it's like it, it's two fifty or so for immaculate, right, and seven fifty right. or so all for right. flawless. So, maybe even more. So a big hit in flawless is go. I know two fifty is no difference for you, Rob, with those stacks and stacks of boxes. That no, get I sent hear you. I mean, that that's but more that's more than us every man. You know, I mean, I guess at least it didn't happen. You know, in something like contenders, or I mean. Um. Yeah, no, I, I get that too. You're you're right in that it's not uh, it's not like it showed up suddenly in hoops. Hey, let me, and you know everybody. Got let me ask you something. Do you remember uh, several months ago when we opened figures? Probably not from Storm Collectibles oh, yeah. of Mike Tyson and Dennis Rodman. Uh, I do. It was one of everyone's favorite segments was watching you unbox those figures. They were awesome figures. And I remember they were so expensive that Storm had sort of said something about us sending them back. We were just showing them and then yeah, sending them exactly. back to them. Was and that guess correct? what? They're still here. And I got what? word today. Oh, you, you did <laughs> Ivan shipping on them? I got word today that we are going to be allowed to use them for prize giveaways. So you and I have what? And, and no, I was hoping to have a conversation Tyson. with you before the show started off air, uh, but you were dealing with technical difficulties. You and I are going to put our marketing mastery together, our social media acumen, 
and we are oh going to put together like a uh, scavenger hunt treasure map thing. Yeah, I love so this is going to be. I don't. I don't know what it's going to be yet, but we're going to put something together really cool for you guys because. Uh, well, let's face it. I mean, these are a few hundred dollar figures, so we're going to make you work for it a little bit. It'll be fun, though. Not to mention, uh, I mean, they're not just expensive figures, but I think everybody can yeah. agree. They I were mean, one awesome six scale, figures. like multiple I was sitting there drooling. hands, heads. Uh, Wasn't the Olympics, from yeah. Like a, from his Olympics. Exactly. Uh, game? Exactly. The red, white, and blue robe. Oh, what's going on over here? People are talking crap about fantasy football in the chat room. Don't do that to me, Jason. We'll have plenty of time to talk trash about fantasy football when Bree comes on. So, I don't have How's your team, team doing? I, I, I think I've said this on the air. I, I have never, and I probably will never, play fantasy football. I, I have too much on my plate to be any good. I know it's a time suck, and I don't have it. <laughs> So that's that. All right. There you have it. Straight from the mouth, the mouths of Babes. goats. What is that? I haven't read the Bible in a bit, too. So, so we're still waiting on for Chris Carlin. All right. So, but, we're, so we're giving away. Yeah. So look for that. We'll, uh, you know, we got to put something together for that. Uh, some of the things that Chris is going to talk about when he does uh, show up here in a few minutes. Uh, World Cup of Hockey set. Uh, Tim Horton's hockey set with augmented reality. Oh, dang it. I thought he was going to talk about Tim Horton's uh, Upper Deck team. Premier and the Cup solicitations went out recently. Uh, some EPAC stuff, some recent UDA signings, and uh, probably a few other things. Uh, in the meantime, uh, let me look over what we've got going on so that we can... Uh, you know what? Well, I, you know, something that I wanted to point out was, uh, you know, you touched on it, and I didn't please, want to interrupt your pre-show role or your beginning of the show role, but uh, we have a new segment we're debuting this week. And, Rob, is this going to be every week or just inter- intermittent, trying to mix it up a little bit? We've got a couple of segments so, maybe. planned, so it won't, be, it won't be every week, but it'll okay. be, I can guarantee you, probably every other week. Okay, so we've got that planned, but we also did on social media. First off, we gave away a lot of the hits from Spectra, Absolute, and everything that we did last week already in contests on social media. So if you're not following us already, or if you're not sharing us already with your friends so that they can follow, uh, at GoGTSLive on Twitter, um, GTS-Sports-Entertainment on Instagram. That's been popping. We're up to like 450 on there already in just like three weeks. Um but yeah, so we're doing giveaways, and we have one right now because we want feedback from you. Sometimes it's great. You guys say stuff in the chat room. I can't always see all of that. Uh, Rob's doing 700 things and opening packs and stuff. So go out on Twitter and give us some feedback. And we've gotten some great feedback from you, and we do listen. Uh, what was one of your favorites that you saw, Rob? Is there one that stuck out to you? Not even a plausible one necessarily, but something you thought actually, would be a fun uh, show segment. I th- actually, I think... The one I like, I think, is the one that's probably the most plausible. I like the idea of seeing okay. uh, big hits of the week from our viewers, and you know, because 
you know, I, I like that. Idea I like too. seeing people's mail days on, on Twitter and, and stuff. But what I'd like to do is I'd like to see some big hits from products that we've been talking about over the last, you know, couple of weeks. Um, just because sometimes we don't always get the product or we get the product, you know, a week or two after its release. So to take a look at some, uh, of our audience's big polls, uh, I think that's, I, I really like that idea. I did want to share a few that I, I liked. First off, uh, Mike from Mike Stadium Club, <laughs> uh, start Stadium Sports Cards. He mentioned uh, he forgot the owner, the name of that shop owner in Colorado, but he was really funny and cool. He asked if there's yeah, any chance he'd be back. on again. Um, we also, I think uh, Shannon Smith said similar thing, but uh, something that I liked, maybe sometime we have a collector on, and they can talk either about their collection Talk-ly or just their history. About, absolutely. Uh, you know, I, I don't know if we could do that on a regular basis, like every show, but it'd be fun to do that. I could once see, every, I could see know, a collector of the while month. Just hear from one of you. Spotlight segment. Yeah, I like that. Um, there was some talk about not just hot in the shop news, which I know we're already trying to integrate today. We got lots of hobby happenings going on. Um, oh, and then this really awesome guy, man, he's good looking. He had this suggestion. He said, what if Ivan opens the cards? That'd be a great segment. <laughs> that's so ju- that's just, just another Twitter that, account you have. Share Come that on. tweet. I, I don't know I don't know who who that is right there, but um I'm on his side. It looks like <laughs> looks like GTS actually told him to kind of go take it home. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you for all oh, of your you, feedback. We uh we do listen and we're going to incorporate some of those things because ultimately the show's for you. So, uh I'm glad to hear you like what we've mm-hmm. been doing. We'll keep doing it and we'll be looking to incorporate some of your ideas into future shows and some of the suggestions that we've already uh heard we were actually a step ahead of you and are working them in, including the introduction of a new segment tonight that I had. Saw at least three or four people uh, mention that they'd like to see, so that'll be fun. Uh, we're still efforting to get Chris Carlin on. It looks like uh, it's technical difficulty night. Hashtag technical difficulties. Yeah, Chris Carlin is the new Ivan. Um, Daniel Dubay in the chat room did uh, point out something great. He said, you know, let Ivan open some boxes before his life goes <laughs> to hell with the twins. <laughs> Think about me. Think about me. Um, but I do joke, and that is something you'll also notice that Rob tweets out. Usually the very next day, there's a stack of all of the prizes. Uh, Rob's shipping is ridiculously prompt, and so they, they know that if it were me, it's like, uh, oh, hey, guys, it's been two and a half months. I better get your prizes out. Um, yeah, usually I reserve so, some time on but, uh, uh, either Friday if it's not busy, which isn't often, so I usually get to them on uh, Saturday or Sunday while I'm watching football. Mm-hmm. But in case anyone missed, uh, the, I think that that got kind of buried in the conversation. The tweet is still up, and there's a giveaway oh, well, attached to go. it, like four of the hits uh, from from that thing. Um the Robinson Auto from the Chiefs from Origins, the Tyler Eifert, which, what a bummer. Like, that would be an awesome card if he weren't pretty much out for the season. 
Um, so there's hope. It could have some stuff next year. Tory Smith signatures and a Marcus Mariota patch from Spectra. So those are all part of that little bundle. We're doing a fun hit bundle there for someone. So get out there and tweet us, at us with that, and let us know. Um, you know, just any any ideas you have for things that can be fun, mix it up, uh, that would bring more engagement. Well, so, not that you guys have been lacking either. You guys are you know awesome my background from a professional standpoint in this hobby is is media and reporting. You know, news and events, and now I'm kind of on. Uh, the other side of the equation, if you will. And one of the hardest things that I have to do every week is keep what I learn in our weekly marketing meeting with Cryptozoic is what they have on tap silent. And we heard some stuff today that I just am itching to talk about and I can't, I can't. It's driving me nuts. (laughs) But that's uh, a hard-working bunch over there, I'll tell you that much. You know, um, along those lines, too, we're getting a lot of people saying, hey, you know, that's simple and fun with the hits thing, so something, if we have a minute, we should discuss. We'll show you guys the brainstorming process that goes on. Um with the hit thing, pretty much we just need like a hashtag that we can check for weekly entry. And then like say, you know, we'll know by Thursday at 5 p.m. so we can get the picture of the card. I don't know that you'd win anything, but it'd be kind of fun to be featured on the show for a, a minute. You know, have your card and your Twitter account featured, right? I like it. What do you think we about that, could, Rob? Uh, put a, uh, I'd put a slideshow together of them all and we'd show that for everyone. Uh, screen captures of the the card and you know the the person's yeah uh, Twitter handle and whatnot yeah I'd love to do that yeah so okay so we're getting some suggestions in the chat room we'll we'll talk about those as well after we get a couple I'll bring them up for Rob we're getting thanks oh that was another funny one Rob did you see today uh, Paul Norberg Nacho Norberg he uh, he tagged us in thanking us for that Donatus Monte Junis <laughs> Auto but he accidentally, I don't know why it auto-filled, but instead of at GoGTSLive, he tagged at GOG. So I clicked on it, and oh, it's a gynecology okay. clinic. And I was like, oh, that's so nice that that gynecology <laughs> clinic sent you an autographed Donatus. And it was kind of, we had a funny little conversation about that. It was uh, pretty fun. So, Oh, I like it. Don O'Brien with GTS Jazzy Boom. I like that one, but it probably doesn't get the job done as well as some of these others. But yeah, the too jazzy funny. boom. Too funny. So, what else is new, Rob? Or what else is going on in cards that that we may not know well, about, but we you know, can know about? Since uh, our producer is efforting with our guest and can't switch topics here, uh, I have mm-hmm. I have this stack. I was going to wait until Chris was on while he was talking about World Cup of Hockey. Uh, but I, I have some packs that uh, I'm going to go ahead and open. I want to see what's in these. And then I have another stack that we're going to be able to give away. Uh, so I figured, uh, why not just start the ripping early since we, uh, yeah, we, got, a, let's do we it. got a little bit of a uh, show hole. So what, uh, so... <laughs> is that what is that what I am now? I'm a show Nicely hole. Nicely designed cards, posed close-ups. 
Yes. Now, now are these are these a promo thing? Like I don't even know because I, I don't think I have a. Do I have here a link? Is here is the Did deal the with link? World Cup of Hockey promotion packs. Uh, they're available at participating it retailers. Uh, they a twenty five dollar minimum purchase is required of current year Upper Deck hockey products. And then it's up to the uh, store owner how many packs they give you. <laughs> oh, and thank you, chat room, for entertaining me so much. I should not have brought up the OBGYN. And thank you, Pam, for your restraint. <laughs> um, so in addition to the 40-card hey, base set, there are limited edition autograph good? cards, as well as yes. one-of-one one printing Are we good to go, Joe? I feel All right. Well, awesome. Without further ado, we were just, uh, hey. this is uh, pleased to be joined uh, tonight by Chris Carlin, Senior Marketing and Social Media Manager at Upper Deck. Chris, how are you? I'm doing how well, you thank you. I had just started opening and showing the Fantastic. audience uh, some of the cards from the World Cup of Hockey promotion packs you sent. Um, there was enough here that I wanted to open yep. some to show while you're talking about it, and then we have some that we're going to give away as well. But that was at the top of your list of things to talk about, so while I'm showing these to the audience, why don't you tell us about the set? Well, the World Cup of Hockey is pretty cool if you haven't been watching it already, um, especially the Team North America uh, group. They're, they're just awesome. It's basically like every great young gun that's been out for the past three or four years so uh they're a lot of fun to watch um the tournament has definitely gotten people talking about uh hockey earlier in the season than they normally do and we wanted to come up with a set uh to get people excited about you know trading cards especially people who may not normally collect nhl cards but uh you know if they're finnish or swedish or things along those lines uh that they'd want to collect this so it was very very tricky to get photography done as you'll notice on some of the, the cards, you know, they, not every sure. player did a photo shoot. And, you know, not every, the, the lineups changed. You know, we have Jamie Benn in there who, you know, didn't make it to the team. So um, there are some little frustrations that come, but uh, we felt it was really important to try to have something on shelves and available uh, when they were playing. So uh, the set's pretty cool that way. It What's really kind of cool is you get your first licensed trading card of austin matthews that's the one i'm holding that's the one i'm holding as you speak austin matthews right like we're on the same (laughs) level here it's great uh but uh no so i mean that's really cool to have something because normally you have to wait till first week in november to get your young guns and those are pretty darn expensive so to be able to get something that you know gets you going and it's not going to cost you an arm and a leg it's great so we've been, uh, we started sampling those today at uh, the World Cup of Hockey Fan Village. And I guess uh, they had to stop giving them out for a little bit because it got like <laughs> almost a little scary. So that's Wait, cool. Uh, we so like you, to, you know, we don't like riots, but we do like the fact that there's demand and excitement for uh, for the cards. So that's great. So, so you're actually um, in Toronto right now? I think that's, now? that'll be a good starter what? for sure. So you're actually in Toronto right now? Is that what I'm hearing? No, no. Uh, I've oh, just okay. been talking to their team there. Oh, okay, okay. I was like, you, because that's, that's the dedication that you brought your Chargers jersey <laughs> with you to the hotel room. 
That was, that was all I was doing. my bathroom. Yeah, that's yeah. dedication for sure. <laughs> no, uh, I, I, they don't allow Chargers jerseys. In, uh, Very in cool. Uh, you know, obviously, uh, Team USA put up a couple disappointing performances, and it's so funny. We always have North America to fall back on, so we're all North Americans. For sure, yeah. I think my favorite uh, thing I saw online was yes. that one where Homer Simpson goes into the bushes wearing the USA jersey and he comes out. He's wearing the yeah, North America was. jersey. That was great. So, honestly, though, I mean, uh, for the hockey market, it is good when Canada does well. It's good when Canadian players do well. So, uh, and I, 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 I'm, I'm cool with Canada Spe- having this one. So, that's good. Well, speaking of additional Canadian exclusives, sorry. Right out of my mouth, but that's fine. Right uh, Upper Deck Hockey is not only in Canada for the World Cup uh, or the World Hockey. Uh, I'm going to get fired after the show, but it's also in Canada for Tim Hortons. Yeah, NHL so that trading cards. promotion is back this year. Unfortunately for uh, Americans, it's a Canadian-only promotion. Uh, Tim Hortons is the exclusive provider for uh, hockey cards, NHL cards in Canada. So uh, that. But I've heard no matter back. what happens in, in November, there's going to be a big migration to Canada anyway. So we've got a good chance of getting these cards, right? I think a lot of people are talking about uh, doing road trips already. So, yeah, it's cool. Um, but it's funny, too. I, I've noticed people online being a lot nice, nicer to Canadian collectors. So they can do some <laughs> trading you know, and such. So that's cool. But uh, there's a couple things that make that a really big deal. Uh, one is the cards are available at over 3,000 locations throughout Canada. 3,000 wow. locations. You know, so we have uh, about 450 hobby shops in Canada. So to have them everywhere that Canadians go for you know over a month at all these different locations is incredible, not just for Upper Deck and hockey cards. It's incredible for the industry. It gives us such great exposure, and it's... Um, Tim Hortons goes all out on these cards. They are they are nice cards. You pay, uh, you don't have to pay a lot for them because Hortons covers most of the expense, and they let us create an incredible set. So, um, well, let me ask you a question the, beyond that, really um, nice. because I know that you guys have been innovative with EPAC uh, in a separate sort of forum, and Tim Hortons has been very strongly connected with you recently. Um, so. How are those two going to be put together? Is there any plans for that? Is there plans for making Tim Hortons part of EPAC or part of a digital world? No, Tim Hortons has a very cool digital experience already, and that's the that's mm. the second piece that I think is really cool about the Tim Hortons card. Is Tim Hortons uh, had th- these cards are the first licensed trading cards to feature augmented reality technology. So what's wow. really really cool is if you download their app on your phone. You put it on the card, and then all of a sudden you have Sidney Crosby skating around your your desk. It's awesome. So uh, it, you really got to check it out, uh, especially when we're up there in November. But the the technology uh, it, I've wanted to do augmented reality trading cards for like three or four years, but they're super expensive. They're difficult to get done, and uh, luckily we had a great partner to help us help us bring it to market first. So. Um, we're really excited about that. It's, it's hopefully the first. How did that partnership come about? Is that something that, that you approached really cool. them, or did they come to you? Uh, I don't think it would be that we approached them as much as we stalk them, and uh, <laughs> we're like 
please, this is awesome. Just give it a chance. And uh, uh, we, we had our friends at the NHL, the NHLPA, banging on them too. And their whole thing was, was speed of service. What they're really about is delivering uh, great food, great coffee quickly. Um, so to get them on board with this was uh, a, a huge uphill battle. Um, but now they see the, the benefits of it. And, and it's just, it makes so much sense. It's Tim Hortons. He's a famous Canadian hockey player. Why, does, why don't you have trading cards for him and of the, the, their NHL licensee? Why don't you have trading cards for him? So uh, it's been a great, great marriage. And uh, this year is really where I think we're taking it to a, a level that it hasn't been before. And uh, it's the start of a lot of cool things that will come with this partnership in the future. Now, I know, too, uh, Rob, I'm sorry. I know we got like five more topics, but I got to ask about this. <laughs> this just opened my eyes up to something bigger, too. The fact that um, because of the partnership with Tim Hortons, I know trading cards are a bottom line industry at a certain point. You want to give collectors the best thing that you can, but you also have to stay in business next year. So it seems like there's a lot more promotion going on here because of what Tim Hortons can bring to the table as far as the augmented reality, you know, the app development and those sorts of things, and then connecting it to you. Um, the five VIP trips to the 2017 NHL All-Star Game, uh, 100 PlayStation prize packs, all of these awesome prizes that they're bringing. So with that understanding of Tim Hortons bringing that, where in America, or are there any American companies that you're reaching out to with some of your other licenses or with the NHL license, and maybe trying to find some more partners like that that can really push products Thanks out there level. where they wouldn't yeah. be normally? Absolutely. Uh, and again, I, 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 uh, I wouldn't say that we're pursuing them again as much as we are stalking them and letting them know and showing them the success of Tim Hortons. Um, mm -hmm. You know, we don't want to go crazy with it. I was looking at a promotional set we did a few years back, which was uh, with Holiday Inn. And it's like Cal Ripken Jr. holding pillows and Cal Ripken Jr., you know, <laughs> holding her. It's bringing out coffee to people. I mean, that's a nice promotion and we'll happily take, you know, their money if they want to go that route. But uh, we, we really want to do right now where we are is to create something that has value that's a great uh, starter for uh, for our brand to get out there and for the hobby mm -hmm. uh, to again it's a it's a chance for us to get outside of like a, a Walmart a Toys R Us a Target uh, and get right in front of people where they don't expect to see trading cards and then they remember how much fun it was and uh, give it a try again so it's a it's a great promotion for us and yeah we're always looking for new opportunities like that but I don't think you'll see the Holiday Inn ones coming back anytime soon. <laughs> Too funny. I think I actually have a couple of those. Um, a couple of new solicitations have come across recently to kind of close out the 2015-16 NHL hockey card season uh, with notification of Upper Deck Premier Hockey and, drumroll please, the Cup. Uh, tell us a little... Yeah, tell us a little bit about uh, what's got you excited about these two particular releases this year. Well, if you are on Twitter or Instagram and you see people uh, posting about what they're getting out of Premiere, it's awesome. I mean, some of the cards are just incredible. And I think we've all said it before, this has been an incredible year. Uh, the problem, I think, is that the demand has been crazy. We started off with the Tim Hortons promotion. People got in. They're all excited about Connor McDavid. And then 
Dylan Larkin came out of nowhere, or Timmy Panarin came out of nowhere, Matt Murray, Jack Eichel, all these guys. It, it's an incredible rookie class. And when you look at also what's happened with other sports this year, uh, baseball's been okay, but football has been mm, and basketball has been mm. So it's been, I think a lot of people have crossed over to, to because there's value in hockey this year. Uh, so we're seeing that. And that's one of the struggles with these two products, I guess, is that they're great. But for them, we can only really make a certain amount and still, you know, not Absolutely. You, you don't want to water down the product. So for Premier and the Cup, there is really only a certain amount we could make. While we'd love to just turn on the, the faucet sure. and let it go, we, we have to be responsible and make a product that has value and equity. Uh, so it can be here next year and, and do well for the future. So um, I feel a, a little swayed and and, and uh, it's just difficult because some of the prices on these right now are are pretty crazy and it's just a reflection of the crazy demand i know there are collectors out there who are hardcore i talked to them at the national who said i'm opening 50 cases of premiere 100 cases of the cup i don't care what i have to pay and and people are charging them that and so it's just frustrating for the others who want to get in and you know dip their toe in the water that um that this is happening a little bit, but still, if, if you can find it at a rational price, if you've been, you know, supportive of your shop owner throughout the course of the year, hopefully mm -hmm. they got your back and get it, get you these products at a rational price. But um, it's been tricky to say the least with uh, with these two. But that being said, you open them up. They're yeah, pretty, the cup pretty looks beautiful sweet. this year. Some of the booklet cards are unbelievable. Yeah, when we do our live image gallery on that product in a couple weeks, I think people's mouths are going to be dropping to the floor and, you know, wiping the drool off the keyboard, all that good stuff. So uh, it'll be fun to watch uh, how those do. Absolutely. For sure. And that, that's going to close out the 2015-16 season. But, I mean, right away we've already got 16-17 products out on the shelf and, and a couple good ones coming out real soon, including uh, artifacts and uh, not too much Ooh. longer after that the long-awaited rival of series one yeah so uh i think it was yesterday we put a, a gallery of live images of uh, artifacts on our facebook page so definitely check those out because they look pretty darn good but what makes this season different i think than last year is we are producing a lot less uh mm -hmm. you know we kind of look at uh rookie classes and interest and what have you. So uh, we scaled up for how good this last year's rookie class was. And I think if we realized what was going to happen, we wouldn't have hit pump the brakes as hard as we did. Uh, some of these first releases are, are very, very limited as opposed to product last year. Opeachy is going to be gone sooner than you think. Uh, MVP, I think you got till maybe UD1 before you start okay. seeing that really dry up. But... I want to temper people's expectations that what you saw in terms of product this year is not going to be the same as last year. And one of the reasons why that's going to be tricky for you is this rookie class, while it's not going to have a superstar, a megastar like Connor McDavid, it has a pretty darn good star in Austin Matthews, who, if you've been watching the World Cup of Hockey, has yep. been playing pretty incredible. And mm -hmm. guess what? He's playing for the Maple Leafs. And yep. it's not just him for the Maple Leafs. It, there's a young guy named Mitch Marner for the Maple Leafs who's going to be up this year. 
William Nylander, uh, and there's like a dozen more, and they're so all they're... on the Maple Leafs. Now, the Maple Leafs haven't had a good rookie in trading cards since, I mean, <laughs> Nazem Kadri is the last one I can remember, and it, it, he wasn't that good. So they are tantamount to the New York Yankees when it comes to collecting. So imagine what's going to happen in Ontario and at the Fall Expo when all these players start playing and debuting for uh, the Maple Leafs and if they actually are pretty good, which I think they're going to be. Demand will be huge. I think we could see some pretty crazy stuff. Yeah, so I think it's going to be uh, a lot of fun if, if these kids for Toronto can kind of reverse the curse. And, um, mm. you know, I... I Consider it a lot like what we saw in baseball this year uh, for Chris Not Bryant and you know Rizzo, etc. So um, you can see that a, a, a team like we saw with the Cubs is very similar to what uh, the Maple Leafs could be, and this could be an incredible year for uh, collectors in Toronto and maybe a pricey one too if they're trying to collect everything because there's so many rookies. But it uh, it bodes good signs for for Absolutely. the industry for sure. I don't know. I don't think it's going to happen. I'm going to be that naysayer. I, I, you never know. But the it, curse it all, will not be broken. Science point, uh, point to, I don't think the Maple Leafs are going to win the Cup this coming season, but I definitely think you're going to see a turnaround. In the no doubt. Form. No doubt. They certainly have – the fan base has we'll a lot see. to cheer for we'll and a lot to be optimistic about, to say the least. Uh, recent um, happenings with EPAC. What's up with your EPAC? So the EPAC program has been going uh, really strong. Uh, it's funny. What we see with EPAC as opposed to regular collecting is that about uh, 75% of it happens between 8 o'clock at night <laughs> and 6 o'clock in the morning. So people are just like breaking before they go to bed or late, late breaks. It's kind of funny. Uh, waking up and uh, breaking some packs. So uh, that's always really interesting to me to see how the uh, the – that group is is uh, consuming product, uh, but what's cool about it is uh, we had the first uh, entertainment products release uh, with Alien and Marvel Masterpieces uh, relatively recently. Marvel Masterpieces sold out, uh, but what's really curious to see is how there is this cross collecting that is happening now, where people are trading a Connor McDavid rookie card for a Marvel Masterpiece one of one or a Sigourney Weaver autograph from Aliens. It's something that we did not expect. We were trying to segregate these groups, and now we realize that it's fine that they're, you know, that they can talk to each other, et cetera, and trade. Uh, but the biggest one I think is going to be, I, I believe it's next week, is Goodwin Champions. When that releases on the EPAC platform, that's going to be a pretty big deal because there is such uh, unique content in there and such, uh, I mean, it has something for everyone, really. Uh, and with the Ben Simmons cards and Ben Simmons autograph cards in there, uh, it could be a, a pretty big draw for people who haven't been on EPAC to, uh, to definitely check it out. So uh, you can get free packs on there daily, but uh, if you've got a hobby shop near you, you should probably be working through them. Uh, the pricing is going to be better for you. The, the, they're going to have a broader selection. We don't put every product on EPAC. Uh, but if you're... I, you know, I find myself on a flight and I put on Wi-Fi and I start doing EPAC trades, which is a lot of fun. Uh, if you're in the middle of nowhere, if you're on a vacation, uh, EPAC's pretty cool. Let me ask uh, you. If you don't have a hobby go shop. ahead. 
So now, oh, sorry. Well, I was just curious. When are we going to get it in app format? Uh, there will be an app for Android. I'm, I'm knocking on wood, but I think within the next month. So uh, we've been doing a lot of testing with it. So it's, Some, it's very, very close. Okay. Well, I don't know if I can nitpick, but when's the uh, when's the Apple one coming then? Because you'd break my heart if it came out for Android and not for Apple. But I do respect well, that Android's it would be, be first. But again, that's also so yeah. we can do some some trial with that. Yeah. Uh, that's where we'll make sure that you know pound on it a bit more, make sure everything works right before we do a larger so, launch. So um, also the props, props from collectors because I know that that's with some of the other formats. Um, the lack of legitimate cross trading uh, both opens up scams and also. You know, affects people. Some people like the fact that they can use their free pack in a different format to try and get cards in the format that they prefer. So, I really respect the fact that you're allowing that cross trading. Knowing yeah, that EPAC, although it's a digital experience, that there's actually physical cards that you can take possession of. Explain to people who may not be aware, like, for example, Goodwin Champions has been, you know, out since the National. You guys have, um, you know, done a great job, you know, lauding its merits. You know, the World War II content in there is unbelievable. Explain to people then, is a, a part of the production set aside strictly for EPAC? And when the odds of the physical product come out, are those just for the physical product or the brand as a whole? How does that work? Yeah, so what we do is uh, we have, basically, we decide what percentage is going to be EPEC, what percentage is going to be hobby. Uh, we have the uh, breakdowns for the hits. And when they, we go to manufacture, we let them know, put aside X amount of uh these hits and these base cards, well, base cards don't exist for EPAC uh, except for the parallels, uh, but we let them know what to put aside based on the percentage that we want to have on EPAC. Uh, from there, it gets pretty interesting because what we've seen as we've tried it out this year with a few releases is that there needs to be something exclusive for hobby, there needs to be some achievements that are just for EPAC. Uh, both need, it's basically, it used to be hobby and retail, right? Where the, the streams of commerce. Now it's hobby, retail, and a little bit of EPAC. So yes, there are, uh, this year for Ultimate Collection, the exclusive for hobby shops was that uh, the Rookie Shield autographs were going to be live in the hobby-only product. For EPAC, they weren't on there. So um, that's going to be, Ultimate will be releasing there soon, but there will be some other Ultimate e achievements that you won't have in the hobby version. So it gets a little confusing, but once you're engaged with the EPAC platform, you get a good feel for how the achievements work. And basically what it does is just helps you get back to the old version of, all right, I got to put a set together and I'll get got this it. cool card. So uh, we're basically rewarding good collecting behavior with, uh, okay, cool. with the EPAC platform. Mm -hmm. But it's important for us to have some things that are Unique for the hobby shops and unique for the EPAC experience. Great. Too. I think uh, a lot of people had some questions about that, and I'm a little bit more educated about it myself as well now. Uh, go ahead. Yeah, I think the other thing, too, is why there's the gap is, one, we want to give the hobby shop time to move through the inventory that they have and give them first crack at it. There are 
bread and butter. They're our backbone, so we want to make sure that they get it. But the other thing is every card you're seeing on there, uh, if it's an insert, is an actual scan of the card. If you're looking at an autograph card, that autograph is the autograph you will have. If you are looking at a jersey card or a patch card, the swatch you see or the patch you see is the patch that you can have sent to you. So there's a tremendous amount of time that is taken to do uh, scanning for these projects at our partner ComC as well. So uh, that takes time, but it makes for a pretty awesome experience, uh, especially for those you know online who see, all right, well, there's three different color patches for my favorite player. I need to go collect those three colors, you know? So uh, that's been pretty unique for collectors too. Interesting. Very cool. Last but not least, um, any new signings with UDA? Yeah, so UDA, you know, it used to be very much about, all right, we got to work with uh, the just the legends. But this year, you know, you saw us move to uh, rolling out some collections for uh, players like Joe Sackick and Timo Solani, uh, Pete Forsberg. So uh, you're going to see more of that on the, the hockey side and on the, on the basketball side for sure this year. Uh, next week, we will be announcing a major signing for UDA uh, for hockey. So uh, just make break sure it live here, right here, think, right uh, now. We'll just break. do it. Go with it. He's <laughs> a, a Canadian boy. <laughs> yeah, we've got we've got seventy people in chat right now, watching, talking. They're all excited. They're all so grateful. We've gotten you, some great our feedback. Legal team would uh, would not enjoy it as much as I would, but they're not. Uh, I guarantee <laughs> you, they're not watching. <laughs> No, that'll be a good one to announce, and there'll be uh, there'll be a lot more this year. So, um, it'll be cool. fun. It'll be well, a fun year. Listen, before we let you go, I want to ask you about a product that I think is very cool because it is long overdue. Marvel Gems, a Marvel heroine villainous only product. All the female characters you love from the Marvel uh, comic book universe in a premium format product. Uh, Tell us just a little bit about that before we let you go. All right. Think about the reconfigured way that we did Black Diamond this year Mm. and for hockey. And that is a lot of what you're going to see with Marvel Gems. So actual, uh, you know, not little pieces of glass in a trading card. Really cool, you know, one carat, uh, you know, diamonds here and there, gems, all sorts of cool stuff that you know you don't typically think of when you think of a trading card uh but then factor it into a really dazzling type of display it's pretty cool and wait was that was know, that a having, hint that maybe dazzler <laughs> might be in the set <laughs> you'll Dropping be uh, you'll definitely be bedazzled by what you see yes but uh no it's definitely something different that hasn't been done before and uh, a lot of things we try to bring to the table are unique or different uh to cater to uh, you know, different levels and different types of collectors. So uh, there's going to be uh, some bigger plays with female characters uh, in the Marvel Universe this year and what you see on TV, online, and in comic books, and it made sense to awesome. include that in well, trading cards. Wow. Very cool. A lot to digest. Um, I know... Uh, let me just tell you, uh, Chris, Anthony Pizzo, best interview I've seen since I started watching Go GTS. That's for you, Chris. Pretty good That's guy. That's for you. We, uh, he used to be a padre. That was, that was a pretty good time. <laughs> All right. Well, listen, we're going to let you that. go. That's a good joke. And uh, thank you as always. Yeah. Uh, we're going to do 
um, a couple of breaks later and showing the audience uh, portfolio hockey. Uh, yes. Take a second look at Goodwin Champions, and then we'll have a couple of flash breaks for MVP and some other stuff. So thank you, as always, for your continued support and taking some time out to join us. And uh, we'll do it again soon. Absolutely. Up next, everyone, is Bree Priest to talk about what's been happening in fantasy football here in the I love it. world. We're looking forward to her, and uh, make sure to give her some some crap about the Chargers, even though they had a great picture. <laughs> awesome. Thanks, everyone. Good night, Chris. Uh, the one and only Chris Carlin. Yes, always, yeah. always a good segment with Chris. He's full of knowledge. Um, yeah, as he mentioned, Bree Priest is going to be coming on in just a couple minutes as uh, our fearless, faithful producer, Joe Fallon, switches from one guest to another. But that was a lot I to, to digest there. This weekend. Pardon? Oh, it's... Sorry, total topic shift, but I went to Bree's house this weekend. Oh, you did? Yeah, I drove to... Remember how you guys were talking about uh, she needed me... uh, I was supposed to ship up that thing, and it's why I don't have a fun, exciting background anymore, because Bree's doing something exciting with uh, GTS. So I had to go send her my fun background. But uh, in the pre-show, I can't remember if it was you or Joe, but somebody said, well, you could always drive it down there. And I thought, you know what? My wife would like to get out of L.A. for a day. So we drove down there. Very cool. Did you have a good time? We did. Yeah, we went to the zoo. I've, I'd never been to the San Diego Zoo. I've even been to the San Diego Zoo. I... I tell you, it's the weirdest thing living in L.A., and maybe it depends on who your friends are, too. But I feel like Las Vegas is a closer trip than San Diego. Okay. That's understandable. Now, mathematically, it's not true, but... On a clear road, you can get to Vegas in four and a half hours, and on a clogged road, it'll take about four hours to get to San Diego. I don't like playing the odds on whether it's going to be clear or not going down there. I've got more friends and fun stuff to do in Las Vegas, and so I drive to Vegas like three or four times a, a year, and I get to San Diego like once every two years. So so this was our first time going to the zoo. So let's decompress Anyways. a little bit um, some of the things that Chris talked about, in particularly uh from from my point of view one of the things that i've found interesting is how the company has been addressing epac uh as a hobby store benefit yeah no we're dist- we hate epac we're distributors right rob no i, I company I, line yeah i mean you would think that that would would be the case but let's face it i mean gtslive.net if, if this was you know, 1993, and there were, you know, three hobby stores, you know, within 20 minutes of everybody, and they pulled something like this, that would be one thing. But I, I, there's a point to be made, much like we were talking about with Ryan Cracknell from Beckett last week, is there just aren't as many shops for people to get to. So there is mm-hmm. a demand for these online exclusives, digital trading cards, and the fact that you can take physical possession of the cards that you pull in on EPAC, I think, is a very interesting component. But it's been interesting to see how they've communicated uh, to collectors and dealers. You know, it, they, it, it's like they've known that it, they're walking a fine line and that they, mm-hmm. they're working this whole thing out kind of on the go. 
But yeah. he made good sense tonight, you know, because you got to figure. I mean, I was hoping he would tell us, you know, what percentage exactly <laughs> of yeah. the hits get set aside for, you know, EPAC. Uh, obviously. Well, but the one thing is, I don't think that setting aside the hits changes the odds. I mean, the odds are printed. Exactly. So I think that exactly. they're factoring that in in advance. They're doing advanced planning on that. So I just wanted to point out that. Yeah, so it's not like people opening physical product are, quote, getting gypped by mm-hmm. EPAC buyers. No, that's not the case at all because, you know, the product is produced as a whole and then it's segmented. And the odds are stated, and those don't change for hobby. So yeah. I think that's important for people to realize. Yeah. Well, and the other thing with with that, and uh, can I talk? Do do we have to be solely Chris, or can I talk about competitors and what they're doing in that field too? It's our show. We can do whatever we okay. want. Okay. All right. Sorry, I, I've been so close to getting fired so many times. Now I'm treading on ice. Guys, you're getting the compromised company line, Ivan. Go GTS.net. Um, which is actually a great website, but um, <laughs> so uh, I've I've thought it was interesting because um, at last year's national and again at this year's national, I met collectors that got back into collecting because of Bunt, Star Wars, Card Trader. Um, this year, Tops Now, and I've had more non-collectors ask me about Tops Now because they've seen like the popular ones and the few news articles on them. Um, as well as what I think EPAC does for hockey with the access. So if it's growing the hobby overall, and, and Tops did it the reverse, where they released these platforms and they realized they got so popular that there was an incentive to put out a physical product attached to it. With We saw the Tops bunt and you know they've got the physical Star Wars card trader. Um, did those come out yet or did we just talk about them in a preview? Uh, the Star Wars? Yeah. It was just Bunt, right? Yeah, it was just Bunt. Star Wars, oh, okay. the physical cards aren't out yet. Yeah, okay. But yeah, so you're seeing that they're making that transition because there's so many non-traditional collectors that are playing these games and collecting these cards this way. I mean, I've met Hollywood people, uh, screenwriters that play Star Wars Card Trader. Do you know when the last time was they went to Target or especially a hobby shop and walked in and bought a pack of Star Wars Wide Vision 1995? That's a great point. You know, a great point. Um, so I do think it's interesting that you see that side of it as well as then the EPAC side that's giving a physical thing directly. And, I mean, I'm not a hobby shop owner. We'll have to get Mike back on or, or a different hobby shop owner, a spread the love. But I see it as only encouraging people. If you if you start playing one form of uh, you know uh, solitaire, you start learning the other eight. Right. right exactly. You know. Okay. Um, no, that's a great point. I, I I don't think I could have said it better myself. I mean, anything that draws attention, interest uh, to our hobby uh, in a positive way is a good thing. But uh, I think we have. Um, are we good to go, Joe? Oh, hey, there she is. Hi, Bree. How are you? Hey, guys. We're how are you? We're doing great. Bree Priest, GoGTS Live Fantasy Football Commissioner. That's uh, an awesome green screen behind you. <laughs> how awesome was the delivery guy that brought that to you? We had some technical difficulties, so I had to improvise with my jerseys. <laughs> In all your Chargers gear, I, I, 
I mean, we wouldn't expect anything oh, else. Chris he wanted, said swag. Chris wanted us to give you a hard time about the Chargers. So, well, Chris is a, a big fan himself, so you know, so he can just suck it. <laughs> yeah, essentially, yes. Fair enough. Fair enough. Well, listen. We're clearly done being kind to Chris Carlin. I'm trying to keep it PG yeah. here. PG, PG thirteen. So. Yeah. PG-13 is cool. Um, I, I, but he did tell me to come prepared with a glass of wine, so um, cheers, sweet, guys. I, I brought one. <laughs> cheers. Well, with that said, hey, this is this is all about you and the people who play fantasy football in our GoGTS Live Fantasy Football League sponsored by Panini America. So let's find out who the Week 2 League winners were. And I can tell you uh, that they will have their choices of in order again. We have three boxes of the brand new Panini Infinity football. Two Panini box- Infinity. Yep. Two boxes of Panini Clear Vision football. And oh. one box of Panini Absolute football. So without and yep. if you're on if you're on Twitter, uh, I know some of the winners from uh, last week already shared their box results. Um, nice and we stuff. saw some pretty good hits yeah, from those. So, definitely. I'm sorry, what was the last one, Box of Absolute? Absolute, yes. All right. Um, so, Bree, real quick, too, before we just say the winners, because you're, you're big into fantasy football, right? Yes, I am. So, aside from our teams, who would you say were the winners this week? Like players or like, like who is um, the who GTS is hot? leagues or players? Players. Um. Well, I I think uh, not that I'm biased or anything, but uh, Melvin Gordon Melvin Gordon had a pretty big week. Um, unfortunately, with the loss of Danny Woodhead, who is my favorite player, um, that has opened up a couple more opportunities for some of the guys that maybe wouldn't have played and uh melvin gordon is really stepping up and uh making those plays when it counts so i'm really excited for him i love those movies uh, yeah step up. step up movies um me personally though i i'm uh, kind of cursed i have um I had Adrian Peterson. He's now out. I had Keenan Allen. He's now out. I had Danny Woodhead. He's now out. So I've had to do quite a few um, ads and drops this last week and try to maneuver things around. But I can only hope that it can get better from can here. We, can we cross trade <laughs> between leagues? Like uh, I don't think I'm so. To see who's on, but that'd who's be on cool. my team that I could trade you. But I don't think that's going to help. <laughs> So, um, do we want to get to the exciting part, the winners this Absolutely. week? Absolutely. Awesome. Oh, How am I already losing uh, next well, week's game? Sorry. Carry on, Bree. Because um, those damn Patriots are playing right now. Uh, <laughs> it's BS. All right. Let's get to the good stuff. Um, so, the total, we're going to go through the leagues. Um, each league and then say who had the highest number of points um, out of all the leagues the winner with the most points this week was Jeff Hoyle Woo-hoo. from team NC kid 75 and he had 133 points this week so good job Jeff that's awesome 
Were you waiting on... Oh, did we just lose audio? Did I lose audio? I can hear you. Oh, okay. <laughs> I can hear you again now. Sorry if I cut you off. Oh, it's okay. You cut out on mine for a minute. And I'm not hearing Rob. Did you guys here. find Jeff? Is Jeff there in the chat oh, room? Oh, is that what we were waiting? Oh, yeah, yeah. Jeff's in the chat room. So, Jeff, if you want to just tell us right now which box you want between Absolute, Clear Vision, and Infinity, I will write that down on my little sheet with my sister's sister cameo. Great gift idea, by the way. Uh, stationary <laughs> awesome. with uh, your picture on it. Always makes family happy. Oh, I like that. <laughs> so infinity, clear vision, or absolute. Uh, right. And number two. So the next one, um, next highest total points is from League 3. And that is for Robert Botello. And that is for Desied and Confused. And he had 132 points, so he was very close to Jeff, but just one point, one point shy. Awesome. Getting close. What are we going to do if there's ever a tie on the, the point leaders? Do we go by win-loss record then? Um, we, we're we going to review, um, I believe it's who's ever quarterback has um, the most yards thrown. Oh, yeah, that big, I forgot that there was a big giant thing um, that said all that, but it was gigantic. Yeah. So. You know, those those rules that nobody ever really yeah. wants to no, read. No, I'm literally in one league where Blake Bortles <laughs> got me 12 points and another league where he got me 55 points. That's how much attention I'm paying to rules right now. And I'm not kidding. Those are actual <laughs> true things. Um, so, Rob, uh, Rob, let us know. Infinity, clear vision, or absolute? I'm pretty sure I saw you in the chat room, right? You were um, in there. And... All right. Then uh, third, we have uh, League 6. And that is for Mike Estrich with Show Me Your TDs. Ha ha. <laughs> uh, he had 122 I, points. No, I'm just... All right. Uh, sorry. Yeah. Um, so Mike, Mike's going to answer that question as soon as Rob answers that question between Infinity, Clear Vision, and Absolute. Rob, you got to let us know first. We're on a bit of a delay here, uh, so I'm letting them know, but I'm not going to get the response until about 50 seconds later. So Rob's just about to tell me. Mike's going to follow right up after that. Yes, Jeff, I did see your clear vision. Um, so, yeah. So, Bree, if you want to say who number four is, I'm tracking. Okay, and number four, um, we're having one of the ladies represent, which is exciting, and that's from uh, the league that I'm in, League One. And that is Shannon Smith with two girlies, one cup. And she had 120 points this week. Yes, uh, yes, he did. Yes, he did. Oh, oh, I'm sorry, Shannon. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. I'm sure he's been called worse things. We all have. I'm sure it's, been, I'm sure it's not the first time and it won't <laughs> be the last. Or you can just pretend you're a girl just to, you know... To be fair, Bree, how often Just do people fun, mispronounce? It's almost a Halloween season, so. How, how often do people mispronounce <laughs> your name, which is ridiculously simple, and try and overcomplicate it? All the time, all the time. They think it's Marie. They think it's Brea. They think it's Rihanna. Like I don't know. I get it all different sorts of things. I've gotten Brionce, which is kind of funny. <laughs> <laughs> You got to own that one. You got to own that one. Okay, so Shannon, um, Mike just picked the absolute, so we do have clear vision or infinity left. So pick between those two. Um, but yeah. 
And we've got um, Mc. Oh, sorry, I'm, I'm giving away. Then we're going to le- number five, and that comes from League Two, and that is Michael McManus with Elkhart Renegades, and he had 113 points this week. All right. Shannon just grabbed Infinity. And uh, McManus, let us know if you want Infinity or Clear Vision. And then let's round out the totals. League six. And then finally, um, we have a sixth place that comes from League number four with 108 points. That's Joe Ranyak. RG3 and out. Ooh, that's painful. That's painful. <laughs> So, all right. So, McManus, let us know. Um, uh, yeah, Shannon, just mention that in the email. Uh, and all winners, don't forget to email us, too, just for our record-keeping. I'm writing it down, but Rob needs your address separate from Bree having your address for the T-shirts that we have an update on. That was a question? <laughs> Uh, I do not have an update on that, but I do have everybody's address. So once those T-shirts are ready, we have the addresses ready to go to ship them out. So though I am a little worried, I'm not seeing McManus in the chat room for once. He wins all the time, and he's not... Oh, there he is, Infinity. Just in time. So he's getting Infinity, and Joe Ranick (laughs) is getting uh, Clear Vision. And that reminds me, too. Joe, you've won back-to-back weeks in your league, in his league. Now... Normally, I'm all against collusion in um, in fantasy football, but I think in this case, if you want to do like a box split and collude, is that allowed? Um, who's the commissioner in League Four? Is that uh, that would be right. me? Are you, are you watching these things, <laughs> like seeing how the trades go and all that stuff? I am paying somewhat attention. Uh, There's quite a lot of quite a few leagues, but I do have to say that Joe has some tight competition because uh, Daniel Dubay and John Webb both had 107 oof. points, so they were only one shy. So gotcha. He's better watch his back for this next so week. So it's not like he dominated back to back. I mean, he was the lowest scorer of the winners this week. So so Michael McManus um, won last yes. week too. So we have two back to back winners from what I can towels so good job guys uh awesome stuff as always thank you to panini america our sponsor for providing these prizes winners email us at go gts live at go gts.net with your mailing address and uh as soon as uh panini gets me the product which they said was shipping today you know me i'll turn it around and get it right back out to you yes Bree, thank you as always. Uh, love this segment. And uh, I will talk to you tomorrow morning for your second uh, episode of GTS Weekly. Awesome. You guys have a good night. Alrighty, we'll talk to you later. Good night, Bree. That was so much fun. Bye. Bree Priest, ladies and gentlemen, with the Go GTS Live Fantasy Football winners for NFL Week 2. Congratulations and again, thank you to Panini America. Yeah, that's awesome. And make sure if you guys get a prize um, you know, like it's not required. We're not going to ask for it back, but it's always fun. If you're on Twitter if you're on uh, Instagram tweet, post, tag us, tag Panini so they know um, they're getting the love and the appreciation because I mean they're sending us six boxes a week for this tournament. 
um, you know, 60 listeners get to participate. Technically 58, because I guess me and Bree each took a spot, so sorry. But we also saw people, a few of you, a little bit newer to the show. You missed out on the sign-ups for that. That's okay, because Rob, what else do we do here on GTS Live and on our social media? We give stuff away. And All the time. Yes, and we like to refer to it as hashtag win with GTS. Uh, Boom. Absolutely. And, and I think uh, that's what's up next. We're going to transition here in a minute. As soon as uh, the technicalities get in place, we're going to get the cameras up, get the intros rolling, and we're going to do that. So if you're in the chat room, don't leave just because fantasy football's over because we are going to open some of those products that we were talking about with Chris Carlin, and we're going to give away the hits live in the chat room. Um, also, Rob, you probably missed it in the chat room, but uh, Chris Carlin stepped in for just a minute while Bree was um, uh, talking and uh, totally did a little burn on her. And then also Jason, our friend uh, Jason Rocco mentioned, I always call Bree Thief because she stole my heart. Aww. I thought that was a, a good miss, a good way to read her name. So, But, uh, yeah. So lots of fun going on. 7.15 p.m. Show doesn't even start till 9 p.m., so we got another hour and 45 minutes before the show starts. Um, that was a time zone joke for those of you that didn't get that. Um, uh, are we going right into the box break? Are we ready? Did I, did I intro, did I intro, did I intro? Was that enough of an intro? I'm waiting to hear from our producer. Are we good to go, Joe? Have we introed box breaks? Yeah, cause I'm looking at a, a, a GIF PDF here that looks different. Um, but interesting enough, uh, Jason, you should connect with James Gale at GoJPG. James, can I say that on the air? Is that legal? He's the other guy in our ear, um, and he participates in the Fantasy Movie League, and he does. Uh, he's been doing pretty well. So you guys should connect on that. Uh, that was from the chat room. Jason Rocco asking if I participated. I'd love to participate. It's just one of those things with time. I wasn't even going to do two fantasy football leagues this year. I wasn't even going to do one fantasy football league. And then Bree was on the air. She was talking about it. I know some people like seeing me lose, so I'm trying my best, but I'm getting crushed um, in fantasy football. And then my uncle decided uh, to just automatically sign me back up for his paid league, so I'm losing $25 as well. But I'm in two leagues, and it's more than I can handle right now. Two leagues, two kids, two jobs, two cups of coffee, two mugs. It's going crazy. And two box breaks. Can I start talking about this one? I'm really excited to see this product. Yeah, me too. 2015-16 Upper Deck Portfolio Hockey Cards. I got yelled at last week back. when I started breaking before the intro ran, well, so I'm just to, waiting. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is You don't have to break, but I can talk about it because this <laughs> is a gigantic set. So many different inserts. Yeah, we're going to break. Every single one has all these black and white parallels, color art, color photo. I mean, we're going to be paralleled out of our mind. You thought Prism was bad? Oh my gosh, Chris Carlin just went on a parallel rampage with this product, but it also looks kind of cool. A little basic, but a little cool. Yeah, we are going kinda to like take my first girl. a look at 2015-16 Upper Deck Portfolio Hockey. Oh, yeah. And while I was talking about parallels, that's not even anywhere near the fun stuff. Every box will feature two autographed or memorabilia cards as well as two veteran and rookie art cards and thematic subsets galore. There's going to be 20 packs of this each with eight cards. So Rob, uh, I don't I, I don't want to 
be a jerk. It just kind of happens naturally. I am a bit of a show hole. But let's race through this, because I know we got a lot going on, and it's my fault that technical difficulties put us behind. But 20 packs, 8 cards. My gosh. This is a... It's going to be a fun break. Well, hopefully it's collated in a manner that we can just... Uh, here's a black and white wire press photo. Oh, right up front. Nice base yeah, card I, design. I can't even tell what the... So the super rare ones are... Where are the premium lists? Or the parallel lists? Seems like the black and white wire photos, those are one in seven packs. So you already got an insert. You already got a hit. It's probably probably the best four yet. And Anthony in the chat room, no, we did not give away the four cards from the pin tweet yet. Get out there, respond to that, let us know. And Bjort, who just tuned Profile in. Profile materials jersey card of Philadelphia Flyers great John LeClaire. Ooh, there's a hit. Numbered, not numbered? Not numbered. Portfolio Profiles Material, 1 in 33 packs. Silver are numbered 233, and gold are numbered to 13. Uh, portfolio Hockey from Upper Deck, 2015-16 Portfolio Hockey. Profiles Materials, N Nazdeem Kadre. Oh, that's a bummer. Uh, one, wasn't he the guy that you guys were talking about that was like the hot, hot rookie that never Isn't did so nothing? so hot, yeah. Yeah. Um, but two, two autographs or memorabilia cards per box. We just hit back-to-back -back memorabilia cards. Maybe we'll hit a ridiculously low-numbered parallel or other insert. Uh, rookie card of Robbie Fabry with a different colored border. Oh, Carlin's telling me to look further down the sell sheet because, oh, there are rookie redemptions. For 2016-17 NHL prospects. So you could argue that this is some of the... So, Carlin, will those be rookie cards when they're issued? I love Carlin trolling me in the chat room. <laughs> that actually does make me very happy, having somebody that's an expert. Um, yeah, so... I'm just curious if those will be designated rookie cards or if the Series 1 will still be their rookie card or if he knows anything about that. Steven from Steven's Collectibles just mentioned that uh, Portfolio has been pretty popular so far in their store, so that's cool. And Carlin's telling us the cards will be XRCs. So just like you used to get back in the day in Tops Traded and in uh, Upper Deck High Series, for those of you guys who remember collecting cards in the mid-80s, early 90s. Remind me not to cut my nails before show day next week. <laughs> next week on the show, Rob's like, got gigantic nails curling around the cards. Another wire photo, this one of Connor McDavid. Ooh! Ooh, and again, those are one in seven odds, but... Because um, that's a black and white wire photo, right? Yes. But that's the rookie that you would want, right? That is correct, sir. So we might have to do a hit bundle on this box. Rookie Phenom Black and White. Robbie Fabry. Good looking that's card. That's cool. 
Yeah, I like. I mean, I used the word basic, but I used it. I meant it in a good way. Like, I like the design. It reminds me of some of the clear-cut cards. Um, you know, straightforward design cards that I liked as a child. And of course, always good photography in Upper Deck. Yari Curry. Wire photo. One of my favorite uh, Thai dishes. <laughs> <laughs> game used sutures we're getting suggestions from the chat room as always of uh, worst or best relics depending on what you think ooh that's cool landscape rookie phenom card Nicol- Nikolai Eilers 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 All right, rocking and a rolling. Your new name is Barbaran, because you're rocking and a reeling. Wire photos. John Tavares. <laughs> Carlin just said that they wanted to do teeth cards, but the NHL said no. Really? That would have been <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Except the the problem would be like Brent Burns would be like you'd get one and it'd be numbered like one of one hundred. <laughs> I love you, Burnsy, if you're watching. You probably aren't, but Joe Pavelski. It's the only guy I could ever root for as a shark. Me and Burnsy go way back. Sounds like the Patriots too are just dominating in football right now. Last I saw it was 10-0, and now I'm seeing guys say that they scored again. You like that, Tyler? It is. I think the jack-in-the-box. Was the jack-in-the-box a good touch? That poll is over. Let's see what uh, Let's see what people said. That was a personal uh, thing. Oh, I just got the nicest text from my friend. Shea Theodore. Oh, and Jason Rocco just made my life, too, with a Jazz Hands Jazzy Boom gif. Uh, I like this. Thanks, guys. Always makes me feel good when I get on Twitter and there's all this stuff. And I know that your goal in life is to make me feel good. Because I need reassurance you so desperately. My sorrows? What about my sorrows? <laughs> Just a Ricky Phenom. Oh, okay. No, my sorrows have been around a lot longer than than just one year, Rob. So the Jack in the Box poll, let's see what came back on that. Lots of flushing noises was expected. And no, Glenn, it was not Burnsy texting me. He doesn't text me anymore. But uh, here's our auto, yeah. Luis Dominique. Oh, so we, auto. so we actually got an auto on top of those two relics. That's actually, uh, that's not bad then. So it says delivers two autographs or memorabilia cards. We got two memorabilia cards... And an autograph. Hot now I'm fives. excited to see what else. I don't. I don't want to jinx it, but man, what if we got Moss? Can you say Moss? Do they say Moss in Canada? 
Dylan Larkin wire photo. Does moss grow if you don't roll? That's a rookie goalie on that auto for the Arizona Coyotes. And Nate, yes, the jack-in-the-box was cooked well today. They did a good job. Calder Cup. Ooh, there's somebody. Winner, Artemi Panarin. Looks like we we haven't gotten any of the wire photo. Have, have some of them been color art or black and white art yet? I've been intermittent. I've been bouncing back and forth. Yeah, there was there was some interesting. There was a card turned backwards. I thought it was going to be something. It was just another base card. Hmm. Got flipped in the collating machine. Collation. Johnny Gaudreau. You know, that's what I want to see. I want to see somebody that can do like uh, like Weird Al songs about card collecting. One of you guys, I know, I know we've got some artistic people in the chat room. Pack. Some of you get out there and do some uh, some of those. Well, that's interesting. Carlin saying uh, they're allowed. Uh, they aren't allowed to show fight imagery. Yeah, when. Um ITG a few years ago did Enforcers. Uh, it created quite the firestorm. It's really uh, that's interesting. All right, so that wraps it. But that's up a whole nother debate. Portfolio. There's our three hits, and um, why don't we give all three of these to a lucky winner? Yeah, let's do it. Let's get all three of those hits. Is there anything you can do with the camera to get a yep. little... Oh, man, you're ahead of the game on that. We got DP Rob Bertrand in the house. Oh, look at that. Look at that pan shot. Awesome. Okay, tilt shot. I'm sorry. I'm getting everything wrong today. Memorabilia cards... Tilt shots. Sorry, it's not a pan shot, it's a walk so shot. I didn't tell them what they have to do to win. Well, as you know, so we had 70 people in the chat room when we were talking to Chris Carlin. We're down to 60 people. Where'd all your friends go? Let's get them back in here. Let's all go to Twitter real quick. Let's take a little Twitter party. Go to at GoGTSLive. And we're going to tweet out in just a moment... Those hits, a little link to the show, so that you can get your friends back in here that got distracted watching, uh, watching whatever it is. And actually, Shannon pointed out something fun too. Yeah, let's let's uh, Rob, can we put the McDavid insert back in there too, just for kind of fun, fun giggles? We don't necessarily need a picture of it; it'll be a bonus. Sure. But we'll put that in the oh, bundle Mc, as well. McConnor um, McDavid wire photo. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that'll make it fun. And I kind of said that we should give that away earlier, so. I know I say a lot when you're opening 20 packs with eight cards each, so it's hard to remember what it is that I said, but uh, All right, it's that's what there. the chat room does. So, yeah, um, so go out on Twitter, and we have a tweet 
about this giveaway in a second. In a second, we will have a tweet about the giveaway. I'm trying to get on and find it because I want to enter to win this. We got a, uh, the, the, it's coming up. In the meantime, oh, I missed that we are working, uh, that we're moving on to some more Upper Deck product, too. Uh, we took a, a look at this shortly after the National. Um, we're yeah. going to get a second look at it for the simple reason being that uh, Chris was kind enough to send us a box. But in all honesty. No one's complaining about that. I, uh, I'm glad we're getting a second look. Because I thought we could have done better in our first box. Yeah, Rob and his expectations. <laughs> You've been so spoiled by this show. It's absolutely hilarious. <laughs> so some of you guys are faster than me. It is up. The tweet is up. Wow, it's already been retweeted by like 72 people. So go retweet that hockey hits tweet um, for your first entry. And for your second entry, if you're in the chat room right now and you just saw that tweet, or if you've been watching the show and you want to enter to win those four hits from Upper Deck Portfolio Hockey, type your name in the chat room once now. Gowdy, J.D. Rockefeller. Also, Nate just made my day with the hashtag Blood Jazzy Boom Magic. Some Olympians. And for those of you that are also new in the chat room or that were too busy tweeting what I told you to tweet, so too busy is probably a negative connotation for you doing exactly as you were told, which I appreciate. Following instructions? Yeah. Um, didn't mean for it to come out that way. Uh, it's my dad. He just comes out of me. Can't wait to have twins. Um, so Goodwin Champions, there's 20 packs in this uh, box, 16 boxes per a case. If any of you want to go crazy and open a case, I'd love to see that. Gold Shoot us a tweet if you do. Gold frame parallel of Jessica Kubra? Ooh. No. Gold that... framed mini parallel. Oh, gosh. Now, I this has one of... my glasses on. This has such a gigantic... Gold numbered to one? No, it's not numbered, I said. Well, canvas, there's canvas, cloth numbered to 25, leather numbered to 16, wood numbered to 8, and then gold is numbered to one. Well, Where'd it go? I'm not seeing it in the camera. Uh, app, we're going to have to look at and find another one. I don't know. Flip it, just... flip it over. It's not really in focus. There's, there's no number there. on it. I don't know. Who can tell us? Who can tell us something about that? That's crazy. So maybe that's just a canvas parallel? Let's see. I don't remember. Are they all just that color, maybe? Well, yeah, because it's canvas or not numbered. Cloth is numbered to 25. Leather to 16. Uh, I did ask in the chat room earlier, and I think it might be a Twitter poll one of these days, which set would Rob enjoy opening more? Uh, or which box? Bench warmers or Cal Ripken Holiday Inn pillow cards? <laughs> now, if Chris Bryant ever did a Holiday Inn pillow cards, pillow cards one. Um, uh, that must just be that. That's just the color of the the minis. Here's Yammer, or excuse me, Mario Lemieux. Oh, okay. 
Unless we hit two numbered to ones, that would be awesome. <laughs> that would be Rob Mojo. But yeah, so like I was saying, uh, we are going to... Del- this. Oh, that's Portfolio. I clicked on the wrong link again. I'm like, this doesn't deliver the same as Portfolio. Because this delivers three hits. And hits can vary um, in this product. As well as you're going to get black and white high series SPs, Gaudi inserts, Goodwin Champions minis... Um, and this is an, they call it an eclectic product, and I can't argue with that. Um, but the hits come from one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. There's eight possible hits. Hard signed autographs, which I'm pretty sure everybody loves. Uh, single or dual swatch memorabilia cards. Origin of species patch cards, which are really fun, I think. I want to pull I think we a did World War II relic time. card. That's oh, you're getting I'm, ahead of me. Museum relics from World War II. And they always do museum relics, but they've been changing what they're from, I believe. Yep. I'm sure. I mean, they've ranged from the Civil War. There was World War One. Um, Alice's Adventures in Wonderland Masterpieces booklets, which look Underappreciated, amazing. yeah. Great art. Goodwin's Champions cut signatures, with, again, nice some eclectic, some guy amazing Michael classic. Jordan. Oh, Gaudi Michael Jordan. That's fun. And he's got the Jordan logo on there, too. The jump man. Yeah. Um, so where did I... Oh, historical rhetoric audio booklets, which just Oh, I'm sorry. Amazing. Did my polling interrupt you? <laughs> no, not at all. Not at all. I'm just kidding. Um, and then the final one, what I would kill probably a fly or a gnat for, a Supernaturals lenticular card. Ah, lenticular. For those of you that don't know, lenticular. We pulled originally the lenticular made in, our last, in our last box, if you remember. Um, something was the beasts or something, if I remember correctly. But yeah, so every case will have two premium memorabilia cards, one case-level autograph, because they release their autographs and their hits in tiers also. So you can, Courtney some of Matthews the relics canvas, will be more rare. Here's a canvas mini. Oh, numbered to 25? See, I learn fast. It's supposed to be numbered to 25. If not, Carlin's in the chat room. Maybe they're just limited to 25? Or does it actually say numbered? Well, on gogts.net, it says numbered to 25. Hmm. Interesting. I don't know who writes these gogts.net articles. Our first hit, a memorabilia card of golfer Robert Streb. Oh, good night, Carlin. Carlin's been in the chat room, by the way. It's been a lot of fun. He's been having some fun with the guys. So, cool. I think we all really, really appreciated that hour of uh, Chris's time. A little over an hour of Chris's time. Um, some really good info for collectors there. So, thanks, Chris. Um, also, if you didn't already, if you did already, don't. But if you didn't already, and you're here because you want to win some cards, type your name in the chat room to enter in to win the portfolio hits from our box of upper deck portfolio. And we'll do this again when we've got the uh, the hits compiled, and we see what maybe what big boom, what big jazzy boom card Rob pulls. 
matching Chris Courtney Mathewson yeah. card. And yes, we will be doing, we have two different boxes of Bowman coming up after this as well. Kevin Hart, Gowdy. Oh man, Brett that's Hart. not Kevin Hart. <laughs> I was, <laughs> you got me all excited. I was like, Kevin Hart's in Gowdy? How come I haven't heard about this? Duh. I'll tell you what, ridiculously awesome social commentary. That movie where he's the like normal professional black guy that has to teach Will Ferrell how to be tough because of racial stereotypes. Here's another canvas mini. It is also not numbered to 25. <laughs> well, you know what? The fine print on those solicitations when they come from the manufacturer does say solicitations subject well, to change. Yeah, so maybe it's not numbered, but maybe it is only 25 printed. Or no, well, okay. Oh, you know what? Actually, I may have misread. So here's the thing. It says minis. And then it says minis, like, then there's a subsection that says minis canvas. So I guess I just assumed that that was base. So I'm wrong, as usual. Minis canvas are not numbered. Minis cloth, Origin numbered to 25. Species patch card. Ooh. That's that guy, Megatherium. Yeah. Love him. I don't really know him. So now we got to find out if... Megatherium. What is the card number on that? 229. 229. Because they have a ridiculous system for finding out... Uh, like, again, some of the origin of species are really rare. Some of them are not. And there's a 120-page checklist for this product that's on GoGTS.net. An autograph of golfer Troy Merritt. What a nice, nice signature. Look at that. Every letter. Oh. More athletes could take a lesson from this guy. Yeah, I agree. Very cool. So we got an auto, a relic, and a patch. Rareness listed here. Yeah, rareness isn't listed on this checklist either, so I don't even know. Someone in the chat room will have to tell Whoa, me what. Uh, we got a what's second. Cool. We got a second relic card. This of all-around women's gold medal gymnast Ellie Raisman. Oh, that's cool. That's a that's a boom for this product. You know, just the fact that it's um, it's a different color. Relic. Is that a Gout Goodwin? So we got that... two relics, a patch, and a auto. I think that exceeds the odds, doesn't it? Yes. Yes, it does. Patrick Watt. Is that like a is that a sport royalty memorabilia or a gout that's is that a Gaudi memorabilia? No, it's just a uh just a Goodwin memorabilia? Yeah. Okay. I'm just trying to figure out because of the black last, and white. Is there any patch. numbering on it? No, there is no I want to no see numbers. So, uh, gosh, I wish Carlin was still here because there's... I've always had a question, like, do they intentionally, if it's not going to be like a high-numbered or a rare insert, do they intentionally put that extra hit in there? Is that something that happens on purpose as part of their collation? 
I've always been curious on that. But I always forget to ask that until I see something like this happen. You know. Alright, so... And I'm getting whispers in my ear from secret... here. Secret people that know the behind the scenes that they don't generally do that intentionally on products at this level. With 65 to 85 level that we find. So, all right, I'm going to go look at that tweet and see how many entries we had in the last one. And, the other and I don't know, what What do we give away here? What do we give away here? Uh, we definitely... Two winners. What do, what do people want? Two winners. Two winners. Um, so you're going to do two can, little bundles, like well, a double and a double? Whatever you want to do. That's fine with me. No, I like that. I like that, especially because, you know, I like when... Uh, so 39 retweets. When I'm when I'm counting stuff, I like you coming up with that other stuff that's... Why don't we do that's, this? That's called team game. As one. 39. Stop and typing in the... this as the other. Okay. I got my my team backing me up on that. We got the the camera tilt going on. Why did you guys talk so much during that break? And why didn't I do this in advance? Remember last week when I was doing this while you were breaking, and how smooth it went. Wasn't that awesome? I did something right. I feel like Fezic. All right, there they go. All right. That is another look at Goodwin Champions, a little bit more diverse. We've pulled just about everything but a museum relic so far uh, from this product out of two boxes. Autos, patches, relics, lenticular. Hold on one second, Joe. Okay, I gotta go with random. Uh, Chris Carlin actually did enter to win, and I'm going to uh, count the his. Particular card we pulled from the last. Because I don't have time not to. Oh wait, we have that. We still haven't given that away. No, you want me to put it in here? Yeah, let's let's put it in there to the prize pack number, whichever one is less less powerful, more powerful. All right, prize pack number one gets that. So I'm going to add in Chris's number, but if it lands on him, I'll just re-random. Oh, right at the right at the end of these. Thank you. One, All right. two, three. So we're going to do five. the. All right. So I'm going to announce a winner real quick for the portfolio. For the portfolio giveaway, our winner is. If you're still in the chat room, say hi. Ian Rock. Ian Rock. That's not oil can, Ian, is it? So on the left side, the Ali Reisman relic and the Origin of Species patch is one, and on the right is the two golf, the auto, the relic, and the lenticular. 
God, I hope that Ian is still in the chat room because I don't want to have to scroll back up and re-random that again because we are about to do our next giveaway. And this time you're going to definitely want to go to GoGTS Live on Twitter and retweet uh, the tweet that's going to go up promoting it. Um, are we seeing Ian in there? I don't know. People are talking finally. The chat froze for a minute for me. Has that ever happened for anyone else? So you're definitely going to want to do that because we're giving away both of these things. Okay, so Ian, email us at GoGTSLive at GoGTS.net. Send us your info and let us know what you won because we can't keep track of stuff. Uh, actually, we can, but it really helps out, uh, helps back up our systems. And if you want to win either of these two little prize packs sitting on over here, I don't know why we all started talking hockey again. Um, James, is that that's going up, right? Okay, perfect. Just went up on GoGTS Live Twitter. I'm going to be the first person to retweet it. Yes, I was the first person to retweet it. Uh, so retweet that tweet. Go retweet that tweet for your chance to enter to win either of these two sets of hits. Two winners. Two winners. So that is Upper Deck Goodwin Auto, Upper Deck Goodwin Origin. That's how I'm remembering them. All right. All right. And Joe, so if you just entered the chat room, uh, I'll just get this out of the way real quick, Rob, and then um, then we can get going. Um, if you just entered the chat room, after retweeting us on Twitter, Type your name once in the chat room to enter to win either of those Goodwin Champions prize packs. Collect cards and win them. Win with GTS. All right. We're about to get back into the hobby. We've been showcasing stuff, showing stuff. Rob, are you excited for the next segment? I am. It's a new, brand new segment. It was. Uh, it's Ooh. a spin on something that was popular on the old Cardboard Connection radio show Joe give me the heads up after you roll the intro all right we ran a segment on cardboard connection radio called set of the week and this is a takeoff on that this is called the screwball set of the Ooh. week and we'll take I a look I did not see that coming it just we'll, went. we will take a look at screwball. some different and fun products from Various points through collecting history. And so I have a question for you. Oh, boy. When is a two and a half inch wide trading card not a rectangle? A two and a half inch wide trading card is not a rectangle when... Well, there's a couple of cases when it's not a rectangle. It's not a rectangle if it is a two and a half inch tall trading card it's not a rectangle if it has uh curved edges oh you're getting or slanted edges you're getting there it is still a parallelogram if it has slanted edges um well i will tell you it is not a rectangle in this case when it is a disc and oh. this week's screwball set of the week is 2003 fleer hardball now 
You gave me a diameter question. Yes, I sure did. I was I was me with the pie. It was a little bit of a trick. Now you have to understand. At first off, you don't have to go back to the '80s and '90s to find oddball sets. Sometimes they're much closer to home. Mm. 2003 was a period of time when there were four trading card uh, manufacturers, each with licenses in the hobby. And in baseball, right? In baseball, and Fleer was holding on for absolute dear life. Two years later, they would cease operations. So they were willing to experiment and think outside of the box, if you will. And thus we have 2003 Fleer Hardball. Originally came with 24 packs, seven cards a pack, and had an SRP of $4 a pack. It was released in March of 2003. And... It had a base set. I can't see so going on audio. It had a base set of two hundred and eighty cards. The cards are two and a half inches in diameter, as we mentioned. And Ooh, oh, they have they, parallels. They went parallel fun on this. Yes, gold and unnumbered and platinum numbered to fifty. That's super cool. The Guess who's going on eBay right now to try and see. The first 240 cards consisted of veterans. You might remember when Kurt Schilling was a member of the Arizona Diamondbacks. I do remember that. The cards numbered 241 through 265 uh, were a subset within the base set called All Around Stars and were found one in two packs. So you're going to pull 12 of those from a box. And the final 15 cards were Rookies on Deck, and they were one in two packs. And you're wondering, well, what rookies were there? Well, no one of note, interestingly enough. Uh, to give Pat you a- Burrell was just mentioned in the... Uh, in the- uh, am I? I don't want to jump the shark. He's not. He's not on the on the rookies on deck checklist. Uh, the best we could do would be uh, oh, an Alexis it? Rios, a Bobby Jenks, a Ching, uh, Chin Feng Chen pictured here. Uh, Craig Brazel, Felix Sanchez. I mean, like I said, no one of note uh, rookie wise in this set. There are several inserts, including. Round trippers, 20 cards total, one in eight packs, so you're going to get three of them. On the ball, one in 12 packs, so two per box. And then one per box, simply titled Discs. And uh, remember when Tim Salmon was a big name? He is in there. I do remember when Tim Salmon was a big name. I mean, you're seeing all these players that, you know, were constantly on baseball tonight not not too long ago. Uh, one of the best inserts in the set was actually serial numbered to 1,000. 1,000! <coughs> Excuse me, with round numbers, and there was 14 cards <laughs> in that set. That Focus- is a round number. Mm-hmm. Focused on retired players like Willie McCovey. Not only retired, but great. And a few different game use sets. 
including On the Ball, which is limited to 10 total cards, found in 1 in 18 packs, and as you can see here, consisted of both bat and jerseys. That's crazy. Yeah, uh, oh, I'm jumping the gun here, but I'm getting excited, because I'm on eBay looking at some of these things. Uh, the best insert set from a memorabilia standpoint was round-numbered. Round numbers, excuse me, one in 288 packs consisting of only four uh, total players and in addition to um, LK line was Harmon Killebrew, Lou Brock, and Mike Schmidt. That's a fun combination. I mean, if you're going to have four names, those are pretty good names. And then... Mm-hmm. This was in an era when you weren't guaranteed an autograph in every box. Oh, one more memorabilia set first. I'm sorry. This one has some artificial scarcity built into it with round trippers. Fifteen subjects on the list. Mm -hmm. Uh, Rounding first had various numbering. uh, Anywhere between like 40 cards for Garrett Anderson. uh, All the way up to like 570 for Chipper Jones. So numbering varies other players on the checklist included pictured alex rodriguez number to 536 mike piazza a bat number to 289 i'm looking at a rafael palmero rounding second jersey number to 10 number to 10 and then which looks yeah. pretty fun and then rounding to th- uh, third those cards are serial numbered to just three copies each so pretty rare i will tell you something else uh and well, I don't want to jump ahead because I know there's still more. Or no, we're we're pretty close. That's done with memorabilia. Well, these can be. Well, okay, yeah, okay. I'll let you talk. Sorry, I'm that's getting okay. so excited looking at them on that, eBay right that's now. That's okay. Uh, does have autographs? Four cards, two players, and one of them is Barry Bonds. In fact, I pulled that very card. When the I autograph? Opened, yes. When I opened a box back in 2003, I pulled one of the Barry Bonds, numbered to 255. He How also, much was it going for back then? Um, about uh, 250 260 bucks, I think. Okay. And you said that those were numbered? Uh, three different versions. One's numbered to 255, one's numbered to 100, and one's numbered to 25. And if you gotcha. notice the design of this card, it's kind of cool. Uh, they use uh, an image of a baseball in the background, overlay a swatch of uh, ball leather that's then signed to make it look like it's on the sweet spot, which mm-hmm. is kind of cool. Uh, not as cool as Upper Deck sweet spot um, cards, but still kind of cool nonetheless. And <laughs> the fact that you, uh, if you're going to pull an autograph, you know, two players, Barry Bonds, and another pretty good guy you might know in Derek Jeter, again featured on Sweet Spot Motif, and those were all numbered to 500. So this is interesting because I'm on eBay looking at these right now, and I uh-huh. see one Barry Bonds that says it, it's the same exact picture, same exact signature, but it has the number 25 handwritten on the sweet spot those would be the those would be the num- ones numbered to 25 right 
but so they're not numbered one of 25 or so on and so forth. They're just certain ones he added a number to. He added a number to 25 of them. Was that his? No, that's not his jersey number. Yeah, it's just it's really random if you're just scrolling through. But it looks it's exactly the same design, same border, you know, same picture of him looking to the right. Uh, and oddly, it's well. The other funny thing on eBay that I wanted to mention was that it looks like there's maybe like five people in the world that collect this, like really collected this and like hoarded it, because a lot of the listings are like on the all, same. Background. All the same. All, yeah, all the same. Uh, sellers. Um, What's what I, I find see... interesting is that you can actually find unopened boxes of this today for just between sixty and seventy dollars. Yeah, fifty-seven bucks for a set. Um, I saw a complete set, but I don't know if that has any odds on inserts. Um, and I'm about to tweet once my uh, Hootsuite dashboard gets up, since I'm on desktop. A really fun listing on here. But I saw some people asking if they can be PSA graded, and they can. Yes. They can be PSA graded. Yep. So uh, I'm going to give you, if if you haven't heard of this website, I'm going to give you guys a little tip. I use it for reference all the time. Uh, For more information about this set and others, go gts.net. Visit our friends at baseballcardpedia.com, one of the best baseball card reference sites on the web. And that is kind of a taste of what you're going to get in screwball set of the week well that's fun did you guys have fun i had a lot of fun with that were you familiar with that product before tonight ivan of course not of course i wasn't okay very cool so chat's been on fire with that i was i remember being pretty ecstatic about pulling a barry bonds autograph at the time Well, um, so now they're at about like well, some are listed for two hundred, some are listed for eighty nine. So I'm not exactly sure what eighty nine is probably based at. on is probably based on a recent sale, I would imagine. Well, yeah, that's I didn't have time to. For some reason, eBay on desktop now is just like cluttered with ads. It makes oh, it isn't such it, a pain. isn't it horrible? So, oh, and I'm even seeing uh, Tyler Murphy tweeted me a picture of his round, uh, round inscription, round the horn, one of those um, from Fleer Hardball. So that's really cool. So thank you guys for going and playing along and pulling stuff out of your collection. That's fun. Looks like you tagged Go GTS Live in that too. I'll share that in a minute. I have to do a quick segue. I got to start counting numbers again because we got to give away cards. Yeah, we. If you do. were in here earlier. We're down to 53. Why is everybody leaving? We're just starting the giveaways. Tell me you guys aren't not giveaway hounds. They're, they're leaving during the during the card segments. Uh, that's okay, because we've still got Bowman Chrome coming up and Bowman Platinum. So there's going to be a lot of fun stuff to win uh, coming up here. 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. So while you are doing that, Ivan, we are going to queue up hot in the shop a look ahead at next week's new releases and uh we're actually getting a little bit of a break um again for it seemed like for a little while there there was like 10 and 12 products a week just three next week and yeah but one of them is ridiculously fun can i kick it off yeah absolutely go ahead all right yeah so kicking it off 2016 Tops Heritage, wait for it, 
minor <laughs> league baseball cards. Always a fun set. Uh, takes that classic heritage design. If you're anything like me and you loved minor league cards in the 80s, 90s, if you're young and don't even remember those old cards, this is a fun chance to collect prospects in representing their minor league teams. Uh, sometimes a bit of a bummer when you have a really hot prospect who skips like AAA, so you only have his AA card, um, and he doesn't get a AAA one with the Iowa Cubs, uh, Chris Bryant. But we still love this product, and by we I mean collectors everywhere, um, and me. Uh, so it's going to deliver in the 18 packs per box, one autograph signed on card, and one memorabilia card in every box. That's another fun feature of this: is it's on card signatures. Um, they're also touting a new consumer-friendly price point and configuration with tons of new content. And I know someone's going to say, what's the price point? Well, I don't know, but Topps is touting it. So be on the lookout because this hits shelves Wednesday, Friday. New, new consumer-friendly price point is marketing speak for we lowered the price. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, oh, I get that. That's what I was trying to say. I, I just then, It cracks me up. Um, and uh, some other people in the chat room even mentioning with these historically, they love getting them signed. So these are great because um, of the card stock, too. It's, it holds a signature really well. So these are fun to take with you to the ballpark to get signed. Um, but this is also going to feature uh, real one autographs that has the MILB stars on the 1967 Topps base card design. Of course, there's parallels. Are there chrome parallels in this, too? Because that's something I love in Heritage. I think that's really fun. Um, but I'm not seeing if they're just bordered parallels really, or chrome parallels. I think chrome has no business being in a product called Heritage. Oh, that's what I love about it. It's like, <laughs> ooh, look. Because the thing is, especially like the black ones that are numbered, I think, to like nine ninety nine, so they're ridiculously high, but they have this re- just awesome look to them because it's got a darker border. The chrome makes it darker. It's got a little die cut because they do a little die cut with that chrome. And you know how I am about the uh, or embossed. Uh, or it's the opposite of embossed. It's raised. It reeks but, oh. of desperation to me, but what do I So know? much fun. Well, so do I, Rob, and we're still friends. Um, and I'm hearing, too, that the uh, the checklist is pretty packed this, this year uh, as far as the minor league prospects go. A lot of guys that we're seeing called up. I see Orlando Acacia, Arcia. Um, oh, on Dansby there. Swanson's on there. So, you, you Andrew know, that's Benton, one of the ones dude. you're looking for straight off the bat, I know. Dansby Skullet Swanson. Andrew Benton needs to Tendendi. cut his hair. Jorge Mateo for the Yankees. So, so lots of great products, as well as the Make Your Pro Debut promotion. So a chance to win with tops. Absolutely. Hashtag Absolutely. win with T-O-P-P-S. So that is Topps Heritage Minor League hitting shelves next week. Look for it. Get some. Tweet us your hits. All right. So we never really had a chance to talk about Triple Threads Baseball, or did we? I think it just got – we were going to talk about it, and then we couldn't. Yeah, but it was like that week that – Bottom line, it's back next Wednesday. And it is going to deliver one autographed triple relic card numbered 99 or less and one triple relic card numbered to 36 or less and one autographed rookie card or triple threads unity autograph jumbo relic card numbered to 99 or less and 
one Triple Threads Unity Jumbo Relic card numbered to 36 or less in every box. Uh, Triple Threads is one of the most polarizing products in the hobby, always has been. They've done a great job of clearing up some of the die-cut issues that people had with the name spelling and whatnot, uh, or monikers that people just couldn't understand. And this set looks really nice this year. They put more of an emphasis on booklet cards, more of an emphasis on themed or thematic content. So basically, you're in addition to the hits that we've already listed. Uh, You know how much I love case hits, Ivan, and there's going to be two of them. A one-of-one autographed relic card and a triple autographed triple relic card. You only love them because you hit them. So... (laughs) Uh, those are pretty big case hits. When you say we're guaranteeing a one of one in every case, that's pretty huge. And then to have a triple autograph, triple relic be an additional case hit, that's unbelievable. So I cannot wait uh, to check in with some of my favorite breakers uh, next Wednesday and Thursday to uh, shop vicariously, if you will. Yeah. Dreams can come true. Much like I did with, with the Mint. But uh, yeah. for more information, check out GoGTS.net. The uh, complete checklist is up, has been for a while. Uh, so if Damn. you're buying into that, uh, break-wise or box-wise, enjoy. And show us your hits. So yeah. tag us and uh, show us your big, big pulls from that. And maybe we'll pull put a segment together because you guys asked for it. And that's Triple Threads. Yeah, and uh, rounding out the sweep this week, 2016 tops, big surprise there, Star Wars Road to Rogue One. Retweet if you're excited for Rogue One, the new Star Wars movie, hitting theaters December um, of 2017, 2016, this year, whatever year this is. Rogue One, the first prequel Star Wars film. Uh, it's going to deliver two hits, which can be four things. Patches, sketches, autographs, or printing plates. There's also going to be 24 parallels, which ironically lines up with the 24 packs per box, and 24 insert cards. So every pack will have an insert card and a parallel um, with the addition of two hits. Now, the hits are probably what make you most excited, uh, though, actually, if you watch the, the GTS Live video, go GTS Live or GTS Distribution, there's so many outlets, so many places to follow us, and Rob, great job with those videos. Thanks. You'll see the base cards are also pretty awesome. There's no such thing as a common card. Every single card was made by someone. There are base cards, though. Um... So awesome base cards, great for Star Wars collectors. Going to preview, or you know, there's probably some article out there on a, a Geekdom site that says, "Oh, look, hey, we saw this card on the checklist. There's a new character." Breaking news. Go read the checklist. But patch cards, patch cards in this product are going to be vehicles from the Star Wars saga. Cool. Sketch cards are going to be characters from across the Star Wars saga. Printing plates, autographs. Over 70 signers in this set, including several signing for the first time. That's pretty cool. Where's that list? You know, even if we they didn't give us a specific list, I know that Tops does a good job on their Twitter. So don't just follow us. Follow Tops. 
Uh, actually, is there anyone in the chat room who's not following Tops on Twitter already yet? Uh, type in the chat room uh, if you aren't, just because I'm curious. But there's also going to be dual autographs, triple autographs, a quad autograph book, and parallels, I believe, of the autographs. Death Star parallels numbered to 50, blue Pretty numbered cool. to 25, gold numbered to 10, and orange numbered to 1. I got, I just got really disappointed because I thought, ooh, Death Star numbered to 50. I was expecting, like, Hoth numbered to 25. <laughs> but it just goes from Death Star to blue, gold, and orange. Um, but still, and there will be signed printing plates as well, as well as a, a bevy of insert sets, as always. Some really fun stuff. Uh, you know, you can see all that in the video and on GoGTS.net if you search for Star Wars Road to Rogue One trading cards. Very cool. And shifting gears away from Hot in the Shop, that's that's all the products releasing next week as far as sports and entertainment trading cards. As I mentioned uh, earlier at the opening of the show, got to preview a product uh, pretty excited about called 2016 Panini Pantheon Baseball. Uh, a new brand. Uh, we haven't heard Pantheon before. I love the word Pantheon. Um, when I bring it up in conversation, people you know, look at me and I'll, I'll say what are my oratorical deliberations too copious for your diminutive comprehension yeah and um so what if i can answer that <laughs> pantheon has eight autographed or memorabilia cards in every box and some great themed content joe pull up the slide that shows the guild cards these are some of the best single size memorabilia cards designs i've seen in a long time and when I say guilds, these are based on some of the most prestigious clubs in baseball. 300 wins, 500 home runs, and 3,000 hits. Uh, you know, they're showing, you know, Warren Spahn, Babe Ruth, and Ty Cobb. Just, I, I think the design with the facsimile signature, the placement of the swatch of game-used material, uh, I love it. Uh, the die-cut top of it with the numbers i think they look absolutely fantastic uh there is an homage in baseball terms to uh mount rushmore with metropolis monuments very cool looking cards uh quad memorabilia cards for players um and this is an all retired player set so you're gonna see you know guys like lou brock Bob Gibson, Stan Musial, and as you can see, these guys all played on the same team, the Cardinals slash Browns. Uh, look for milestone yeah. scripts of retired players. These are going to be on-card autographs. And then you've got quad script relics. Uh, this, this image of Pete Rose, help me out here, this Pete Rose quad autograph. Ivan, yeah. When did he wear green? Um, I know when he lost green. <laughs> I'm you not know, exactly sure when he Sometimes mock-ups are just that, just mock-ups. Uh, he played for the Expos. They don't have green in any throwback or anything. Played for the Phillies, Reds, same thing. Well, but... Blue... But if you look at it, manager's jacket maybe. There's wood. It looks like in that, so it could be a relic. Maybe 
like you said, manager's jacket, possibly. Maybe a glove or a batting glove. I don't know okay. what they looked like back then. TV was in black and white back then, so nobody knew what the colors really were. <laughs> um, so, so I don't know. That's, it, but it is a good question if that's a mock-up or if that's an actual card that we will see. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure real curious that, to know uh, what that material is going to. Twitter, be. Twitter collectors will have a fun conversation. And in fact, here's another thing. I don't know how technically savvy y'all are, but if you go to the website, you can copy, you can save this picture, and you can go ahead and share that on social media and start that discussion yourself. How cool you know? is that? Yeah, I love that's this just a social little, media little, thing. Little tip tidbit uh i went to tech day in la today it was very mind-blowing but sorry i hope i didn't there were selling points as well is there more stuff to talk about here <laughs> yes there's just a few more to talk about okay uh script bronze, that means we're going to skip it dual memorabilia cards that week uh that are autographed those are going to be a combination of sticker and on card but there is more on card content uh with the pantheon script gold autograph memorabilia cards and then some cool sacred deployment booklet cards sacred deployments features three players from the same lineup each with two pieces of material uh and there's gonna be two parallels number to 25 or less obviously we'll take a more detailed look at this uh closer to when it's going to be hot in the shop but i it's not through this again it's not all the time that I get jazzed about a product, and I really like the way that this looks. So, Rob, um, stop manipulating me. We'll see. You what knew happens. I was bored during that one, and you dropped jazz just to get me excited again and in love with you. Did you really not like the way those cards look? I mean, I don't know. They they just remind me a lot of. Um, uh, I can't even think of the set, but I've had it the like Panini Classics or something. I, I they did it. I know last year no, I got a box. No, I mean of it. those guild cards are totally different. Totally it just looks like a different. slightly higher and and you know well we talked about this at the national too like three hundred club whatever some guys are in there that don't belong in there you know I'm a I'm a newfangled saber metrics guy like who? according to saber metrics like who? Chris Bryant is like the who? absolute greatest of all time once Chris again Bryant, you are wrong you Chris are Bryant wrong. should be in the three hundred club you know what it is you don't like retired only player products and I absolutely love them. If it doesn't Fair have enough. Chris Bryant in it, you don't want to have anything to do with it. Well, no, it. is there Bo Jackson in here? Which makes you here? jaded. Is there Bo Jackson in here? Probably. Was there Andre Dawson in here? I don't see him on the sell Probably. sheet. Who's this Ruth character? Why is he on the sell sheet? Al Kaline? Uh, is it Kaline or Callan? I don't even know. I do like that Tony Gwynn, though. Tony Gwynn Jr. No is my absolute favorite uh, baseball radio analyst. We have him local here in L.A., and he's great. So, so next um, up, we I do got have some hobby winners. happenings. Oh, oh you want to announce some winners? You well, yeah, I want to announce some away? winners. Um, and I know we still got box breaks, too. We You got like 20 million packs still left. Uh, but so the Goodwin, uh, Goodwin Auto. And I see him. He just typed in here right after Glenn said Andre Dawson. B. Ort said, so maybe I'll try. I don't know what you're going to try, but you just did win. You won the Goodwin Auto and that Lentecular card that I'm jealous of. Uh, so, yeah, Upper Deck Goodwin Auto goes to B. Ort. And then the Upper Deck Goodwin Origin, and there was the, I think the Gymnast card was with that, goes to Alex Oy. 
Alex Oy. It seems like he wins all the time as well. A little bit of a, a McManus thing going on there. But you know why that is? Because he watches every single week. He engages with every single tweet. His odds are just that much greater. You know, he's going to win stuff because he does it. Same with McManus. He participates all the time. And I'm noticing a lot more people participating all the time. We've got uh, Mitchell Mazur tuned in, I think, last week for the first time, and he's been right. back in here today. All right, all right. Lots all right. of fun all guys. Right. Marlon. All right. all right, you can shut up now. Uh, Nate. Hobby happenings. Uh, hobby we happenings. Have, we have some, whenever mainstream news picks up a story, uh, obviously it can be good or it can be bad. In this situation, it's pretty cool. Uh, Golden Auctions has their hands on one of the most prestigious LeBron James cards ever produced. The 2003-2004 Ultimate Collection, Ultimate Logo Man, one of one. Uh, This has been owned by a single person who acquired it for investment purposes. Um, They paid uh, six figures for it and are hoping to double their money. Pre-auction estimates, according to Golden Auctions founder and CEO Ken Golden, are $200,000. Our very own Kelsey Schroyer had an opportunity to talk with Ken Golden. You're going to want to be sure to see his Hobby Musings article uh, to get some direct from the source information. Uh, Whenever a card generates a $200,000 pre-estimate, you're thinking 1952 Mickey Mantle in a PSA 7 or an 8. You're thinking a lesser grade 3 or 4 T206 Eddie Plank or cards of that nature. When you have modern cards now approaching you know, a quarter of a million dollar pre-auction estimate. And we'll have to wait to see if it, if in fact, when the gavel drops, what that is. I, uh, I will, it just, it's going to be interesting to see what happens with some of these, these other cards, uh, that are out there. 2003, 2004 was an amazing year for basketball products. Mm -hmm. There are a ton of premium, cards from that era you know out of exquisite and other brands so check out the article see what ken had to say uh kelsey did a great job with it uh beautiful card and uh our very own producer was um had a product development at the time this card was produced so pretty cool stuff i'm going to be very curious to see if a card produced just 13 years ago is going to go for $200,000. That's definitely <laughs> crazy. Um, and I'll be interested to see, uh, we might not even get that information, but where it goes, if it is a collector that's willing to share, um, or if it'll be a private collector somewhere, because something else that's happened in the last 10 years is the market overseas has expanded, and oh. I think basketball is most popular overseas. Well, much um, like that, I mean, of course, someone from the Pacific Rim pulled that Porzingis. Yeah, that right. Taipei. So, but yeah, um, Joe, uh, just uh, just dropping here. If if this uh, if we know when the date of this auction is, uh, I'd love to hear any interesting stories that you have on this. Maybe we can share one of those on the air um, on this product and the development. If that's uh, something we can find out, or maybe someone else over there can tell us something. Because that'd be that'd be kind of fun. Maybe that's the next throwback thing. Is not 
ridiculously far. Or that's actually the same year as our screwball set this year, 2003, right? Yeah, what a what a what a contrast of extremes, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this one really does have a beautiful design and sweet spot. Um. Anyways, sorry, I was just a gorgeous card. Gorgeous yeah. card. I actually, right. I like that's a great picture too. I'm glad that they got a high <coughs> def. Me. So often it's like you're searching for the picture somewhere, and it's not very high def. So. So time for more box breaks. We got two more box breaks, and this one first up, we've got Bowman Platinum Baseball. Uh, we're surprised we actually received this product. This is a retail exclusive at Walmart. I can't even tell you what the suggested retail price is. Anyone in the chat room uh, see this at Walmart and know how much boxes are by any chance? Um, I will tell you in 50 seconds when they catch up. Uh, you guys are all so far behind. Um, it's not our fault. Uh, it's not your fault, I mean. Um, but yeah, so we'll we'll get that we're for you. Find, I will let you know. We're looking for two autograph cards per box. The checklist is up on gogts.net. And I actually, I had the, the one ahead pulled up because I was so excited for that one. That's okay. Because Bowman Chrome is awesome. I'll try to blaze through these. How about I just stop opening it when I find two autos? Uh, well, yeah, but where's the fun in that? Okay. You're gonna the just one time suggestion. you do that, it's gonna be it's gonna be a Rob Mojo triple so, auto box. The one time that that happens. I'm so um, that's the only reason I, I, I was say I was still I was someone who was surprised when they said platinum was going away. Uh, so it's back and. Shouldn't there be a rookie card logo on this card? Um, I'm not sure which one is it. Sorry, I'm clicking over. Dansby Swanson. Um, did they? Well, because no, no. of when he was Top called prospect. up, was he open? TP. Oh, toilet paper prospect, huh? <laughs> I know how that goes. That's that's called Jack in the Box around here. Nicely designed cards. Uh, Looks like there's some parallel variations. Bowman's Next Generation. It's hard to decipher some of this stuff. Decipher? Yeah, that's what I meant. And you know what? So I'm doing this preemptively because the show is, uh, we're getting going here, guys. We're like Niecy Nash. We're, we're getting to getting. Um, there's our first auto of. First auto. Javier Guara of the San Diego Padres. Hmm. So tweet just went up on GTS. With the show link, ripping Bowman cards, platinum and chrome. So let's get some people in the chat room right now. Get them on in here. <laughs> We're only go retweet that for the chance to win the autos that we don't hours. even know yet. Here's your 
Arizona Fall League and Bowman are offering you a scouting experience of a lifetime. Ooh, that's fun. Yep, we're going to talk more about the Arizona Fall League in a couple of minutes. I like the way these cards look, though. Yeah, they're fun, and it's it's been an interesting thing seeing breakers go buy retail product in order to break. Trevor Story, legitimate rookie card, numbered to two fifty. Oh, that's cool. Bowman's next generation. I don't know. I think he's going to fizzle there's out. A, there's a cub for you, Billy McKinney. Uh, f- didn't they trade him? I don't know. Did they? Yeah, I think that he was part of the uh, the deal that sent Glaber, my boy Glaber, away. My man, Glaber Torres, to the Yankees, or did Billy McKinney go back somewhere else? Yep, Yankees. He was part of that Araldus Chapman deal. Too bad, so sad. Get him next time. Hey, you guys are going for it this year. There's Bowman's next generation. We got 48 people in in chat. Ooh, you're getting all the prospects in here. Is that one? That one's not numbered. I can tell. There's another club for you, Ian Happ. See what I mean? They look cool. 54 people now. You guys are doing it. Get that tweet out there. Enter to win the autographs from this. You get a bonus entry for retweeting that tweet. Who else is jazzed? Some sort of parallel of Javier Guara. Hey, collation. Actually, it's an insert platinum presence. That's who we pulled the auto of. Collation. Adam Engel was the Arizona Fall League MVP, and he is our Baseball Future Watch profile this week, Adam Engel. Future Watch is a segment, if you didn't know, that was on GoGTS.net. which is a great website resource. You can find checklists for products. You can find sell sheets, previews. All of the Hot in the Shop items that we did today have videos on GoGTS.net as well as on YouTube, where you should also be subscribed because we do YouTube comment contests as well. Though if Rob doesn't start pulling some jazzy boom going on here, we might not have that much for the YouTube contest this week. Also, way out there, somewhere in our tweets, because we've done it so many times, we still have our September prize pack to give away. So that's still going on. Ooh, I saw some ink. I saw Javier Guerra again? No. No. Oh. Orlando. Orlando. Arcia. For the Brewers. 
numbered to 150. That's not a bad hit. It's not a great hit, but there's a lot of people high on him. So Alrighty. that's cool. So we got something something good to give away. So all of you that are in the chat room right now, you're going to be eligible to win that in just a minute. Oh, that's cool too. So maybe we can put some of these other uh, bonus stuff in together. Oh, someone just tweeted us and they found a game-used Pete Rose St. Patrick's Day jersey from 1978. Uh, thank you for sharing that. Chris Seidenfade. And I don't even think he's watching the show. I think that was in response to... Uh, is that Sparty Hawk that tweeted us that? That's cool. If you can't tell... Um, Oh, yeah, because we were trying to figure out what Pete Rose might have worn that was green during his career. Yep. Uh, you might have heard of this picture. Anderson Espinosa? No. Yes. Yep. Why would I have heard of Number him? Number to 250. I'm joking. I'm joking. So did okay. we find out what this retails for at Walmart? Um, I don't know. They were talking so much. Everybody's having so much fun. They're talking about Dansby Swanson and stuff. All I got was two people saying 65, one person saying 59. So that's that gives you an idea. Another 73, 79, 70. So really just depends on the markup at your bad, Walmart. Not a bad price point for mm -hmm. two autos. By the way, we're up to 37 retweets on our tweet. When you retweet it, you get entered into... Oh, there's your there's your other guy that's going to Win that out of 150. Hey, Glaber Torres. Get him back in that Cubs uniform. I love that. So... Whatever you want to give away, I don't think... I'm down to one more pack. Yeah. But there's... Oh, yeah, we got the two autos, so... And I'm going to go right into Bowman Chrome, so... All right, that's fine, and I got that sell sheet ready to talk about, too. But for now, if you want that Orlando Arcia auto and you retweeted our tweet, you're automatically entered. But if you want a second entry, type your name in the chat room. And you might as well, because you have to be in the chat to win... So really, your bonus entry is just for my counting and randoming, your retweet entry. So make sure you type your name in the chat room anyways, because even if you already tweeted it, you have to be in the chat room to win. So if you would like to win, type your name in the chat room while I show some cards over here, too. Here's a Bowman's Best. That's from last year, though. Type your name, not your friend's name. Because your friends don't deserve recognition. If they're anything like my friends. Uh, That's not true. I've got some great friends. This is a pretty interesting brand to bring to retail. I think uh, if, you, if, if there's people that are buying it at retail that haven't always or are getting back into cards, I think they're going to like what they see in that product. All right. Ah, that's pretty cool. It's Bowman an interesting Chrome. trend. 
like I said, I've been surprised at the popularity of Platinum uh, that I've seen across my feed. Two um, Chrome autographs. Yeah, your name, Pam, autographs. not the name of the cards that I'm showing. I'm teasing, I'm teasing. So Bowman Chrome is going to have 12 master boxes per case. Each master box, which is what we're opening today, is going to have two mini boxes of six packs each, five cards. Uh, there's going to be two autographed cards per box.